This episode of Fort Worth Famous is brought to you by Guy Snoop, the Jerry Jonestown Massacre Podcast, and Plastic Object Photography. And now, here are two California girls who have become Fort Worth Famous, Ivy Anderson and Susie Ramone! Episode 32. Welcome to the Treehouse. I'm Susie. And I'm Ivy. <laughs> I did it right this time. Praise God. <laughs> I saw the um, the writer slash performer of our theme song yesterday at Mammal Fest. We'll talk about it later, but I got to see Denver Williams do a set. It was a lot of fun. Cool. Yeah. So, should we get to introducing our guests? Oh, now you're consulting me about the order of the show? I don't, I'm lost still. <laughs> <laughs> One week without the show notes, you've lost all ability to do the podcast. Would you be nice to me? I'm your mother. Good grief. You're like, oh, now I just talk about me all the time. That's it. Me, it's the whole show. Me, 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 me. As it should be. No concerns about what I've done, what nope. I'm obsessed uh-uh. with. Nope. Nothing. Zero. I'm only here for things for the memories. <laughs> That's right. I mean, that's not an entirely inaccurate statement. <laughs> I'm just gonna throw. It's that probably out there. everybody's favorite bit that we do. You don't do bits; you do segments. Oh, segments! It's, yeah. everybody, it's everybody's favorite segment. That <laughs> voice that you're hearing is one of our two guests today. <laughs> oh, great! We're, We're off to a great start. Neat. A great start. We are literally like a minute into the show yep. and Ivy is already dying <laughs> of this laughter. Is, this is great. This, this, this I bodes, just, this bodes well this is just, for today. Yeah. 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 We're off to a good start. Anyways, we've got the boys from the jet noise here. Um, we'll, we'll let you guys introduce yourselves. We'll start with you. <laughs> Matt Thomas, also known as Robotuna, <laughs> bassist and lead vocalist. Nice. Also podcaster, Robotu- host of Robotuners and significant podcast. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Matt's Matt's super t- talented, and I'm Chris, um, drummer for the Jet Noise, and also a podcaster for a very very niche laser tag podcast called The Resupply, um, among other things. It's what I do. Good stuff. <laughs> you do things and stuff, much like the rest of us do. Yeah, and those guns in laser tag do need resupplies. They don't have infinite ammo. At least none of the games I played around here do. Dude, this is a rabbit hole that I can take you so far down that um, <laughs> I, yeah, no, we, we, we really don't want to do this right now. <laughs> All right, fair. I was just making a statement, man. <laughs> I know, but this is, yeah, this is, this is a, th- th- this is a rabbit hole that you didn't even know existed. <laughs> a very deep subject with you. Yes. A very deep subject. Um, <laughs> since I've been, you know, doing this for like 24 years. Because wow. I'm old and all that good <laughs> stuff. So, yeah. I remember the first time I learned about laser tag. It was probably 25 years or so ago. And we were living in Sacramento. Well, and what's funny about that is that the things in Sacramento that you would know, I would know since, you know, <laughs> that's where I'm from also. Yeah. So, yeah. I pretty much guarantee that the laser tag you would have known about there was either A, the one that I was working at, oh. or <laughs> B, the, you know, some of the other ones that I would have played. And yeah, I can, I can talk for <laughs> way, way, way 
too long <laughs> about that stuff and it's not really interesting to most people so okay. in the interest of not having your eyes glaze completely over <laughs> like uh, with spacex talk in ivy's case <laughs> what oh yeah i was like huh yeah that did happen uh, we uh, at the beginning of the covid shutdown we would do these zoom happy hours like me and my friend anna and and dustin and stubbs and zach yeah. Lanatich and stuff and yep the minute they started talking politics, which happened every Zoom happy hour, my eyes would just glaze over. I would start like doing my nails or like whatever. So one time I get the side chat from Stubbs. He's like, you're so cute when we start talking about politics. He's like, you just go someplace else. You don't even care. <laughs> every once in a while, you look at the camera again and smile and take a drink. <laughs> <laughs> just like, yeah. I'm still here, but um, my nails are way more important in this conversation. Not about this conversation. Yeah, not one bit. However, on Friday night, I went to the chat room pub and um, got into actually a really good political conversation because it was about the mayoral race in Fort Worth. Mm. Yeah. But we can save that for later. <clears throat> what you been obsessed with lately, Ives? Uh, can't remember. Hold on. <laughs> This is this is why you have the show notes, right? I have no yep. idea. You also hey. have the same kind of phone cover that my girlfriend does. Sparkly. It's a good phone cover, to be honest. And then some palm oh, trees. Oh, yeah, you have it too. Yeah. She's tried to steal my phone more than once. Oh, my gosh. I know what I've been obsessed with. Okay. Yeah. Tell me all about it. Here we go. Okay. Yeah. So I've been redoing my office at work. Oh, yes. Which has been... Okay, I'm kind of obsessed with it because I want to get it right. But what I'm most obsessed with that I purchased for my desk is my new keyboard. And it's pink. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like typewriter keys. So it's like, what is that thing called? Mechanical Mechanical keys. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it makes the best noise. Oh, that's awesome. Does it go clacky clack, 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 clack as you type? Yes. That's the best. Oh, that's great. And it's (laughs) amazing. It's amazing. It makes me so happy, but it didn't get to work until like... 11 30 on friday uh-huh. and so i was like i knew it was coming um through ups so i was like waiting and waiting for the ups truck to get to the office which usually comes right before lunch this poor man when he came in with all the boxes i was like oh, my keyboard's here <laughs> <laughs> and he was like i have never seen somebody in a medical office like freak out about a package that arrived and i right, was like but- anyways this is mine so i'm taking it thank you so much love you mean it bye and like ran <laughs> off into my office <laughs> to set it all up and then i was like everybody came in there like ivy it's lunchtime and i was like oh okay I'll type on this when I get back for lunch. <laughs> You're like, I'm not leaving my keyboard yet. And so when I got back, I was like messing around, but I posted it on my Snapchat story. Yep. And, uh, uh, Do you have a Snapchat? Go ahead. <laughs> not that I'm bitter about it. Keep going. Anyways. So I posted it on my Snapchat story and like everybody was responding about it. But then my best friend, Irve, who's been on the show before, yep. uh, he was like, he's like, um, that sound that looks like it's clicky and i was like oh it is so i filmed myself like typing on it Mm -hmm. and i he was like yeah you're annoying and i was like "Hmm. is he your best friend if he doesn't call you annoying i don't think so but (laughs) 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 but i was like well it's the perfect revenge against my coworkers who do nothing but annoy me so so there you go but also it just makes me really happy (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome i mean that is there is something very sonically satisfying about a keyboard with mechanical keys and it and it clicky clacking along as you're doing your work. Um, 
the keyboard I have on on my personal computer at home has mechanical keys, and it's just like, yes, yes, I like this, yes. Of course, I have to make sure I close the you know doors and den so it doesn't you know echo around the house right now. But you know that's <laughs> that's a whole other thing. <laughs> yeah, I've got I've grown more accustomed to like the really light keyboards, like the ones that come with most um, most Apple Mac computers. Yeah, because I'm such a fast and hard typist anyway. I average like 60 words per minute in high school. I My top was like 85. And we had those old-ass mechanical keyboards too, plugged into old uh, old um, IBM PC Juniors, I want to say. They were even old then. <laughs> and I just remember how how loud and fast the, the keyboard strokes I was making were. And everyone in class would just stare at me like, God damn, what is wrong with you? <laughs> are you on Are you on Coke or something? I'm old. I'm old enough that we actually took typing on typewriters. In yeah, my high school. my high school still had typewriters, but they were being phased out. Yeah, that's incredible. I know, isn't it amazing? I almost bought the keyboard from. So I had like seven in my car because <laughs> I couldn't decide. Seven? Yeah, I couldn't decide between all these little ones. One of them was similar to the Mac one. That's like flatter and doesn't make it's it was different because it was like more visually appealing but it wasn't as i satisfying mm-hmm. anyways i had this like 70 dollar one in my cart that had like it was like legit set up like a typewriter and it had like backlights on it and then it it was pink and i was like hmm. if somebody else touches this i'm gonna be very upset so i can't get that one i would so. get it because my office is now at home <laughs> if I was at home, if I was working at home, I probably would have done it. But mm-hmm. because you're in, because you're in the office, and because there's the potential for other people to touch your shit, you're like, nope. I really don't even want them to touch this one. And now that it's wireless, which is really what I was going to shop for, is because I needed a wireless one, and um, I kind of want to just take it home with me, or when I leave the room, take it with because <laughs> I'm petty. <laughs> But I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> Maybe put it up in the put it up in your cabinet and lock the cabinet. I don't have locking cabinets. Oh dang it! Okay. Yes, but if it's in your cabinet and out of sight, with they people, won't slurt, search hard enough for exactly. it. They'll just be like, Ivy doesn't have a keyboard. <laughs> How does she get anything done? <laughs> I like it. A She's mystery. just that good, right? I'm or one of those text-to-speech programs. There's yeah, there we too. go. Yeah, for those that are amputees and can't type. Yeah. So, why is that so funny? <laughs> I'm being logical horrible. here. I wasn't trying to diss on disabled people. And oh, no, I didn't think you were dissing the disabled at all. It was just a funny, like, that your mind went there. That's all right. Oh, okay. It's all good. <laughs> Anyways, I'm not that person. Now I need a new mouse pad, though, because the one that I have is beautiful and says glitter is my favorite color and it's hot pink, but it doesn't match the rest of the stuff in my desk, which is now um, this color pink. Gotcha. Like, blush ish yeah i was about to say for for those of you you know listening to this you know on your uh, on your preferred you know method look at your speakers and um <laughs> you can see what color ivy's headphones cables are blush pink they're um i heard somebody call it millennial pink once and no that's accurate millennial pink i never heard that before that's because you're not a millennial well i know <laughs> Well, granted, but <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there, man. We're, we are, yeah, we, we're, we you, are, we are not the target demo for for from that color, yeah, like at all. Yeah, you, I, and Susie are Gen Xers. <laughs> yes, we are. That is Old. true. Old, yeah, old enough that I can talk about my obsession, my new Crocs. They're little flip flops. Let me see them again. 
They're so cute. Oh, no. You weren't going to try to kick it up again? No. Let me... Can you? I don't need to see the bottom. I didn't even okay, think. Okay, that's cute. <laughs> I didn't even think the Crocs brand still existed. Crocs brand still exists, and it um, it's it's very popular in the restaurant slash bartending world because you're on your feet all day and they're super comfy shoes. But these flip flops, they're divine. They're so great. Like I bought them and put them on before I even got to my car. Like I just I should have just worn them out of the store, but I didn't. Because I mean, I really should have because reasons. Yeah. They're so great. They're so comfortable. I can't imagine wearing any other shoes, although I have 10 other pairs. 10. <laughs> as, as Ivy laughs uproariously. Not 10. I do. And, and like, I think I put 10 away just from downstairs today. <laughs> Listen, I was talking to Aunt Nancy on my way here, and I was like telling her I was reorganizing, reorganizing my shoe storage, like on my door, my closet door, I've got a little shoe, shoe rack thing mm-hmm. and it has 24 slots. And I was like, I take up like two rows of it. Like, yeah, that's the shoes I have and everything else I use for storage for other stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a multi-use storage system. I ran out of spots on my closet <laughs> once so now they're <laughs> under my bed. Man. Yeah. They're, they're, there are definitely times just with the shoe discussion. I wonder how you two are related. <laughs> <laughs> and then you guys go into other things and it's like, yep, that <laughs> is how you're related. I dated a man for several years who owned one pair of shoes. And when those shoes were out, he bought one pair of shoes. Okay. I haven't owned just one pair of shoes since I was like, like a little kid. Yeah. I'm trying to wrap, wrap my head around that. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have many pairs of shoes because because but i could not comprehend only having one pair because i mean there are different yep. occasions there, right there's different things yes. or different occasions like, today i changed from yeah. one pair of knockout pink vans into another <laughs> yeah and for me i have two sets of sneakers two pairs of business shoes a pair of boots that i use for cosplay don't ask <laughs> <laughs> are you and, a uh, larper you you realize matt that we are now totally going to ask. <laughs> okay. Wait, what are these cosplay-specific boots? Okay, is they're, it, they like it, go up to your knee. They're like Jedi oh, boots nice. almost. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and I actually bought them for the last convention I saw before the pandemic began. That was anime-related. Is about it was centered around the characters from My Hero Academia, and I went as one of the teachers. Yeah, who oh. has long hair and wears all black, and he has boots up to his knees. Yeah. Gotcha. So it's not mm-hmm. something you and mm-hmm. Shelly do together? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. No comment. Say no more. Say no more. <laughs> Don't, be <weird. laughs> Don't be weird. Yeah, and then I have a couple of, I have two pairs of sneakers I've ruined from paint and other shit that I just used to do house projects in. Gotcha. And that's all. <laughs> I mean, that's if, every pair of shoes that I own. <laughs> I mean, if we're going to do shoes, it's like I've got, I've got my primary pair of runners, my Secondary pair, which is what I'm wearing now, because when I kill them for actual running, they become my day-to-day shoes. I've got the shoes that I use to mow the lawn because yes. they get, you know, mm-hmm. stained, and that just becomes problematic. I've got my indoor soccer shoes, my and football, then, and then I've actually and then my hiking boots, and then a couple of pairs pair of shoes that I do use for various um, cosplays, also. So yeah. <laughs> See, I'm not alone here. Thank God. Mm-hmm. These LARPer boys. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Well, that's an old joke associated with me. You know that. Yes. 
Well, we'd be here all day if I started listing off all of them. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. so we can move on to another we obsession. We can talk about something else. You guys have any obsessions? I do, actually. Nice. And this may seem a little controversial. Uh-oh. Uh, the, the be careful. Pl- <laughs> here we go. No, I don't want to say controversial, just maybe unconventional. That's a better term. Okay. Get ready to uh, the, there's a there's a popular YouTube channel called Police Activity. Do you guys know about it? No. no. Nope. Okay. <laughs> All it, How popular is it? Well, it has <laughs> it doesn't have enough. like millions of subscribers. It's more like in a hundred thousands, but all it is is that it's it's real life uh, police body camera footage of shootings. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> and you're obsessed with this. Yes, I have been for a couple of years. And let me just give some pretext so people don't think mean, I'm fucking morbid or try to desensitize myself to real life violence because that's on. not do the mean, case. Do you mean context? Yeah. D- yeah. D- pre- yeah. Yeah. Context, not pretext. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> no. Because because that totally changes uh, <laughs> the words, the words that the are going to come after. <laughs> Pretexting versus contexting are two totally different things. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's just the thing that... Just the matter of fact that there's so much ugliness and sorrow in the world, and police out there have a hard enough job as it is doing what they do day to day, and you see how cops and criminals act in the movies, and what happens in real life is nothing like that, and I guess it just gives me peace of mind seeing seeing how these events unroll, and seeing how many chances they give these people before they actually have to resort to uh, using less lethal me- or even lethal methods. And it just gives me satisfaction knowing that um, that they're out there protecting us is one way of putting it. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still reeling just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I expected that as an obsession at all. What about you? I don't know how I follow that. Um, right? No. So, um, I guess not, I mean, I guess obsession wise, um, actually, um, actually got, got to go to Southern Utah, um, two weeks ago and actually got to go out to Zion at national park. So that's Woo! so oh, yeah. kind of going back through my pictures for, from, from that or kind of a current obsession. Cause it was, um, you know, it was a, it, it was a good five day escape from, from reality. Um, and then, you know, came back and immediately got hit in the face with, with reality, with <laughs> the whole home selling process and having to get house ready to go, to go on the market, which for anybody who's ever sold a home, um, you know, trying to get the, the, the process of stripping your house of its personality so it can be photographed so that um you know people when they're looking at the listing photos can imagine themselves in it instead of getting instead of seeing so much of your personality in the house um that's kind of it's it's not a it's not a fun process in in the context in which it in which it was happening um but the house listed on monday i'm sorry wednesday the house listed on wednesday and we and and we accept, we're under contract on it as of yesterday night. So for those of you keeping track at home, because I know this will release later. So that was it listed Wednesday at 930 in the morning and it was under contract by Friday at nine o'clock at night. Nice. And within 24 hours, they had three offers. 
Which is nuts. That's yeah. crazy. Ended up ended up with um seven offers, eight offers, mm-hmm. something like that. I mean, a couple of them were fucking trash. Mm-hmm. Um, which was it was just, it was just like do you not understand the seller's market that we're currently in and this is what you're putting forward? Really? Okay. Um, but the the offer that that got accepted was it was quite nice. Awesome. Over asking all these other little things that made it more more valuable to me and all that other good stuff. So yeah, that's 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 been kind of my my obsession is, you know, Revisiting Bryce Canyon. I mean, not Bryce Canyon, Zion. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Bryce re- Canyon was where I went when I was pregnant with her. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. Re, re, revisiting that to kind of like, oh, yeah. This was the, this was a, you know, this was a non-stressful time leading into the last week of, you know, nothing but stress and emotional turmoil and all that other good stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, like, getting out into nature and de-stressing from the world the world is i i'm loving it like I, i'm trying to do it as much as i possibly can this year yeah. not ivy's cup of tea at all she is not an outdoorsy ivy oh we know <laughs> I would, who doesn't know uh, yeah i would i i would never have guessed that after the outdoorsy <laughs> ivy story <laughs> which if you're listening to this podcast for the very first time you really really need to go back into the archives oh, and find the the episode titled outdoorsy ivy because that story <laughs> is gold that story goes places and does things and is absolutely fantastic <laughs> the on craziest so night of my life many <laughs> it is um, but the but the, the the other thing that was cool about go, go, going out design is i i went out back to back days just how i was out there the, the the timing worked and literally the first day i went out it was snowing and mm-hmm. the second day it was 100 percent not and the snow had all melted already wow um so i've got basically some like um, pictures that were just a a b of like here is this here is this with snow and here is almost the same shot without snow and just the 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 difference between the two in 24 hours was absolutely ridiculous but awesome. yeah yeah it was, it, it was cool very Good cool stuff. that is cool i know you've got another one Let's talk about you this. Read the show notes. Let's talk about this jean jacket you're wearing because you you're <laughs> adhering oh, yeah. to the show notes i'm this adhering week. to the show notes this week that sounds very unlike you. Um, so I got this jacket from the Barbie tour bus. Shocking. <laughs> that I found out came to town last weekend. Last weekend? Yeah, it was last yeah, weekend. Last weekend. Mm-hmm. And um, I like Google tells me some things sometimes, and it just happened to show me this article talking about it going to Clear Fork Shopping Center. And I was like, in my head, I pictured like Barbie's RV camper that she like. <laughs> it like expands and it's this whole great thing and that's what i wanted the barbie bus to be and that's not really what it was but as it turns out i could purchase almost all barbie things there so i got this Mm. jacket i got a cup mom got me a shirt and a shopping bag and i think i got stickers or pins or patches or something you got pins the stickers came in the then with the cup Mm -hmm. um yeah it was great i spent a lot of money it's not just a cup it's a thermal it's a thermal thermos thingy what and are, it's ombre color. Yeah. Mm. It's cute. It's beautiful. Anyways. You're not going to miss it either. So it's got the Barbie happy. logo. Yeah. No. no. If that's on my desk at work, like there's going to be no questions about who that belongs to. Yeah. Uh. And if anybody walks around with it, I would be like, um, excuse me. Which speaking of that. So I got, it was one of my coworkers birthday a couple weeks ago. Her name's Rosanna. 
So I got her this really cute R cup from um, Target for her birthday. Like the Tedosan. And the other day she's like walking around. I can tell something's bothering her. And I was like, what is going on here? And then finally she looks at Dr. Kaufman and she's like, do you think that that cup means R for Robert? <laughs> because he had taken her mug and was using it for what his coffee. And she was like, Dr. Kaufman? I was like, oh uh, no, I was so afraid that was going to happen when I oh bought dear. the cup. So like he washed it and gave it back to her and was like, I'm sorry, I didn't know it was your cup. Oops. She's like, but you knew it wasn't your cup. Like, <laughs> right? He's, like, it was but, just a okay, communal in cup. In his defense, though, he has walked around with the one that has an I for Ivy on it before. So, And I was like, <laughs> Dr. K, what do you, why do you have my cup? <laughs> and he's like, oh, it was in the sink. Like, I just thought, and I was like, I just, so I don't leave anything drying in the sink anymore. I just take it straight back into my office. But I was like, <laughs> do you think I that sink's for Robert? It was the best. Cause <laughs> she so is sassy. Like, I love she's it. She's like so calm, like all the time. And she's just like so happy. And then like, you could tell something was bothering her. And then finally she just like spit it out. She was like, do you think that that R is for Robert? <laughs> well, I mean, technically though, I mean, isn't it his office? So therefore kind of everything in the office no could, no nope. okay no no okay. this man tries to take my keyboard we're gonna have problems <laughs> this man tries to take your keyboard i really want to hear that story <laughs> so you should etch your name in on the back it was funny though because he came in my office on friday night when i was still there and he was like what what you got going on here <laughs> and i was like i got a new keyboard and matching mouse and then i was like do you want to try it dr k <laughs> and so i let him like type on it and he was like oh i can see that that's pretty cool <laughs> that's awesome that is he's so cute but it was so funny because she was she was pissed <laughs> she, she was like disgruntled about it i would have been too i was the day he took my cup actually you know what i don't think he took it from the sink i think he took it with my coffee in it and just started like drinking it and i was like <gasps> what a punk. dr k <laughs> that is not the cup that you make coffee in by the way you drink yours black that has a lot of cream in it so like you didn't notice that, that was not how you prefer your drink <laughs> like, maybe he was that coffee deprived that he didn't notice. i think he was very tired that day but i still was like doing dude <laughs> anyways that's so funny jesus so that's yeah i'm pretty obsessed with what i bought from the barbie truck i love it also right there is this gelato place that will make your gelato into a flower into awesome. a flower on the cone yeah it looks like a flower huh. it's the best thing i've got a picture of it the only thing is that i haven't been getting gelato when i do it i get the sorbet because sorbet. i want it to be colorful even though I would prefer to eat the tiramisu gelato. But for the aesthetic of the God, flower, I, I want wow. it to be colorful. I love tiramisu. It's one of my favorite desserts. Wow. Me Isn't too. It the best? Yeah. So, yeah. so let me get this straight. I just, I just want to make sure I'm understanding this correctly. <laughs> so because you are so committed to the aesthetic and not what you actually want to eat, you are 100% changing what you're ordering so that your Snapchat and Instagram pictures can look better? Yes. Okay, as long as we're clear on that. <laughs> because, so the first time I went, I went with my friend Jocelyn, and we were 
we were just like wandering around clear fork and so i because i wanted the flower to be colorful i got all these like mango and banana and strawberry ones and she got like coffee and tiramisu and like vanilla and the flower just what i mean it was still cute it was still really cute it just was like neutral tones versus like my very vibrant one and so now i'm committed to the aesthetic of it if you grew okay. up in the 70s, you would know that there were couches that were all neutral tone flowers with some rust thrown in there. Your Grandma Anderson had one of those. Yeah, my grandma had one <laughs> of that style, too. <laughs> it was fascinating. On my dad's side. Fascinating. Anyways, uh, yeah, I'm committed to the aesthetic. That's funny. I got mine in a cup and I got the cone on the side because... I know me and how clumsy I am. So I was God, like, I want gelato now. Shit. That's <laughs> well, it's right down the street. <laughs> oh, it? Yeah, it's really good. I may have to make a stop there on my way home. <laughs> it's delightful. That's but awesome. um, so yeah. my my other obsession, and I'm wondering if this makes me old. I've been. It does. Thank you. Shut if up. You have to preface it like that. <laughs> yeah. No. No. If you if you have to the preface quick it. Quick. Shut up. <laughs> If you have to preface it with, I'm not sure if this makes me feel old or makes me old, it 100% is going to make you old. And the, and the only reason I say that is because I do the same thing and then it always ends up making me seem old. So okay. Let's hear it though. Yes, okay. Totally. So <laughs> I have been searching for months for a single eyeshadow thing, cup, whatever it's called. A single. Eyeshadow single. They sell them in palettes. They sell them in quads. They sell them. I just wanted one color. Because I just like to do just like a base color and like lots of times I just leave it at that. I don't do any other eye goop, whatever stuff. Because I don't have the talent that Ivy does. Like look at how stellar her eyeshadow is today. It's gorgeous. Thank you. You're welcome. So yesterday I was wandering around Ulta. Ivy's directing me. She's not even, I don't even know if she's been to the Ulta that I am at. But she knows the store so well. She is directing me where to go to look for what I want. And did she listen to me? No. I was about to say that that that, that sounds pretty par from, from the course. <laughs> but, but listen to this. I, I went to the Ulta wall and I found the little pots of eyeshadow, but they didn't have the color I wanted. They were out. So then I went over to the NYX and I found their little color pots, but they were all the vibrant colors. There wasn't any neutrals. So then I'm walking down this aisle and I find Almay. Almay Cosmetics. Do you guys remember that brand? I do. I know of the brand, but See? I do. Yeah. And I found this little, it's like a little single, but it's got like four little squares and it's like pearlescent pinks and, and, and other like matte pink. So I just swirl my little brush on it and I put it on my eyes. It's perfect, <coughs> but it's Almay. So I'm like, does that make me old that I'm shopping Almay Cosmetics? Yes. <laughs> I wouldn't have understood it. <laughs> Almay was big in the 80s Oh, okay Yeah, yeah. I was like, I mean, I see it I walk by it all the time while I'm walking to the other drugstore Don't ask me, I just know the brand <laughs> <laughs> But I love it And I think it looks beautiful on my eyes That's all that matters Yeah, Just gives me a little hint of color A uh, hint right. of Yeah, hint of marshmallow uh- <laughs> <laughs> I remember that from your show last Don't week Don't be rude <laughs> uh, my, how the turntables have turned. <laughs> the End of marshmallow. It makes me so mad because it actually is like the perfect color. <laughs> it matches so well. I love it. Wait, did you have a story you needed to tell us? 
I've got one more obsession. Before, oh, go if, ahead. If yeah. Oh, do you? Yeah. So, um, like, you know, so many other people during this whole pan- pandemic thing, um, I've decided to actually get into streaming on Twitch as well. Um, because honestly, for me, it's great talk therapy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just like, hey, I can do a thing and play some games and talk at people and have them respond in chat. And it's kind of cool to help, you know, sort my brain out for things that are being dealt with. Um, so like the last like couple of weeks have definitely been, um, yeah. Stacy and her boyfriend. How much, how much can I escape from reality by, you know, streaming and, you know, not dealing with the things I don't want to deal with. Um, so that's, that's been a thing I've definitely been obsessed with for the, for for a little while now i stream a lot of diablo 3 that's actually the only thing i stream i've played that game you have played that game <laughs> i have <laughs> if if people want to twitch along with you is that the right phrasing <laughs> they usually join the chat room sing-along story <laughs> if 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 people are if at like all to twitch along they, with me yeah no if people are at all come on gang let's twitch <laughs> oh my god I love you very much, but don't ever do that again. <laughs> Not in the physical sense, in the gaming sense. Yeah. Yeah, okay, just, anyways, just um, hit us with your yeah, handle. So, so if, if anybody is interested in you know, listening to talk therapy and really mediocre Diablo 3, um, my <laughs> Twitch ch- channel is um, xthanx. Um, so it's X-T-H-A-N-X. So if you're super bored and have nothing better to do with your time, please join me um so if you're on twitch yep you can like l- like people get a notification that x Thanex has started a, if a live yeah so you, you can the, if, if you, you have, have the set, push notification yeah on. you have to have the notification set up for the app on your mobile device yeah. okay or, or and 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 you have to be you know following the channel and there's some I mean, there's 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 some other things but it's like if you follow the channel and you have your notifications turned on um, for the people that that you follow, like every time that they, they go live, you'll get a, a notification that says, "Hey, this person's this person's gone gone live. Do you want to go pester them?" Um, and <laughs> and it's and it's honestly like in you know kind of the w- wider sense, like it's pretty amazing the the amount of content creation that goes on on that platform on a on even a minute by minute basis. Wow. Um, so you know if it's there, there are definitely some rabbit holes you can go down with it for <laughs> sure, um, but pretty much anything that you're interested in, you know, you can you can search on <clears throat> on Twitch on Twitch for it and probably find somebody you know streaming it. Which you know, if you're actively doing something else and can't do the thing that you would like to do, but it's like, hey, somebody else is doing it, I can I can enjoy this in in the background. Um, I mean, think for think for me, it's basically become my new form of TV watching. Oh wow! Okay. Um, like I I was thinking about it. Like I don't really watch like much Real of- Housewives. <laughs> no. Speaking of that, I never got a call about our cups. <gasps> oh man, maybe you should check on that tomorrow. Unrelated, I have to pee. So carry on. Okay, keep okay. going. Okay, I think I I think we can manage to. Yeah. I have faith in you guys. You have you, you have <laughs> faith in us that we can keep keep the show going while <laughs> while you're indisposed. That's fair. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely become 
more of more of a you know TV kind of almost background thing at times where you know I can, I can be doing something else and you know watching somebody you know either you know play a game or paint miniatures or you know something else that I may have like a, just a random tan, tangential interest in and you know it's it's super fun watching people do things that they're super passionate about uh-huh. and you know that platform just gives you this window into so many people's souls as far as them doing things like that so, oh yeah i i once uh, saw a channel with the bob ross marathon joy painting that's cool yeah i am um, i'm not allowed to have um a tiktok or a snapchat or anything and I am really bitter about it. However, I found a backdoor way to get in, and that's through Reels on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So I have become obsessed with watching these Reels. And I typically do it, like, right before bed. Like, I, you know, get everything all settled, climb into bed, and then I, like, start watching Reels. And I'm fascinated. Fascinated and obsessed by all of it. By the dances, by the skits, by the whatever it is. The only ones I hate are the ones where, like, the people are pretending to cook. And they're like, oh, my gosh, you're never going to believe this. All I have to do is put these little popcorn pieces in this thing and Skittles or whatever. And it makes Skittles popcorn. Popcorn and Skittles. (laughs) It's dumb. It's really ridiculous. So I hate it. But, yeah, until I can get a Snapchat and a TikTok, I have to go the reels way. Well, I mean, um, having... having, You can't have a Snapchat. Having just recently... Are you sure I can't have a Snapchat? Having just recently... But I can have a TikTok? No created a snapchat um quite honestly um i i i honestly think snapchat would piss you off really and the reason i think snapchat I would would um, piss you off is because of the impermanence of it um like it's it's default design is self-destructing content and self-destructing chats and all of that stuff. And um, I don't think your brain would be accepting <laughs> of destructing content. Well, um, thank you for being on the lookout for my brain. I appreciate you. Well, you know, it's, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's one of the things that like I've, I've noticed it very quickly with it mm-hmm. that like I, I prefer a little more permanence to my content. And so yeah, there's been a few things where you're just like, eh, <laughs> eh. Plus, honestly, uh, the 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 interface is a little is a little weird, and there's some there's some UI things about it that, that I don't like, which are totally separate. But for you, mm-hmm. I genuinely think that your your brain would explode. Like, wait, wait a minute, <laughs> I wanted to go back and check that out again. Well, you can't because it's gone. Yeah, oh, and, and yeah, it's that for that for that reason, I will not let my daughter have a, a Snapchat account. Because she's a she's a teenager, and yeah, there are just way too many creeps out there, and no evidence that can well support you unless you take a screenshot of of it before it disappears. I mean, yeah. all their servers do actually store the the information. That was something that that came out that they're, they they do actually have to keep stuff for a certain amount of time, basically for those unfortunate reasons. Oh. Um, but it becomes a little more of a challenge to obviously access said information if something like that is, is needed. So no, I've don't, I, 
I fully support your your um, decision to not let your daughter have a Snapchat at this point in her life. It's probably, yeah, she doesn't want one either. Yeah. That's yeah, it's probably a really good, really good idea as far as that goes. Yeah, she only uses social media to share her art with her friends from school. And that's nice. it. Good stuff. Awesome. <clears throat> well, I have one more obsession. Ooh, let's hear it. This is it okay if I frame it in this way? Because you guys are driving the show. I was just going to say song songwriting. Well, for, for obviously for the jet noise, because uh-huh. um, as a two piece, yeah, because now that we've decided to move forward as a two piece, just based in drums, mm-hmm. I've we've retooled some of the older back catalog songs that we had recorded when Josh was still in the band mm-hmm. to this uh, to the format that we're in now, and uh, also with some of the solo stuff that I released on my Robo Tuner album, Greetings, yes, as well, and. Where can people get greetings? Uh, they can get it on any streaming plat. Uh, yeah, and it's you can listen to the whole album on YouTube, Spotify, uh, and it's on Google Play, Apple Music, nice. iTunes, and all that. And same with the same with the back catalog of our existing stuff under Josh and the Jet Noise. Uh, all right, and the Sound of Love Burning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, my obsession has been with writing new music lately, especially in the last couple of weeks. Um. Because playing the old stuff and rekindling it is cool, but I would like to write more stuff that's just like completely centric around the bass, uh, around the bass and drums. Whereas the songs that I've retooled, I have to, I'm basically playing both the guitar and the bass at the same time. So and it's hard to describe without actually playing, uh, or without actually, yeah, without actually playing you a song that we've rehearsed on a practice day. Oh, so. okay. But um, we don't have anything that's high enough quality that we would want to play on this. <laughs> we have a lot of we have. Cell but phone. I learned how to drop it in. <laughs> nice. Nice. No, we have we have cell phone recordings, and that's no. I mean, I might play a couple for you, like after we're done recording, but they're not high enough quality to, to drop in <laughs> on this. I'm, I'm I'm not kidding. It's 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 bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, no the the. I think I, I feel like we may have just slightly taken over the show on that. Good job. Um, That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. We'll um, get to it. Mm-hmm. The um, yeah, ha- watching Matt kind of like retool Josh's guitar parts and figure out what he needs to do to kind of maintain the form and feel of the song while turning it into something new and different. Um, I mean, my my comment with Jaws and Jet Noise was always that I was the least talented member of the band, which isn't to say that I'm not talented, but by by comparison, like it was pretty easy to see that I was not the most talented person in the band. <laughs> um, Matt is by far the most talented person in this band, and it's not even close um, because I get to watch him <laughs> playing this 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 shit and and singing it at the same time and watching him pedal stomp as he's channel switching to get all the sounds that he wants you know to for everything and just blows my fucking mind (laughs) and i just get to sit and like what what am i doing i'm hitting shit real hard man (laughs) (laughs) you're getting the and you were crafting the tasty drum beats the tasty yes i'm hitting shit real hard man (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i love that (laughs) Pretty, pretty dang good. Um, Ivy, what you been up to? Nothing. 
lies. No. <laughs> um, you were going to talk. Um, somebody, somebody in this room joined somebody else in this room for game night. What is that intro exactly? What? Um, <laughs> so we always play video games on Friday nights, and last Friday, uh, Matt Thomas jumped into the chat and was talking to us. And Brian was like, do you have the game? Like, if you have the game, you can play with us. So we downloaded the game in last week. I mean, last night. No, Friday night. Yeah, two nights ago. <laughs> what day is it? <laughs> Sunday. Sunday. Uh, Friday night, he jumped on and played. Actually, he was on before I was. Really? Yeah, I, uh, Brian was online and I just joined his party. Nice. Yeah, and then Ivy joined shortly after the, that. We played Dead by Daylight and Overwatch. Mm, Dead, Dead by Daylight is so good. I love that game. Well, no, I both love and hate that game. I hate it. That game is that game is so fantastic. It's it's one that I play on stream with other people, and it's it's it, that game can be such a clusterfuck, but it's so good. It can be, and I they asked me to the play killer. the role as the the killer for one of the. <laughs> For one of the maps, that. and it, this this map was on that was chosen was fucking awful. It was a it's oh, it was yeah. an abandoned school. school, yeah. Oh, and yeah. I was running around most of the time, and then finally, your brother Brian said, "Hey, what's this piano in here? I, I think this is a piano room." And then everyone started saying that, and I I said, "Okay, guys, I think you're wanting me to purposely find you because I haven't killed anybody yet. <laughs> no, I haven't found anyone. I know captured." Which- I know which map you're talking about, and fuck, that map is atrocious. I yeah. Hate that one. I hate that map with a fiery, fiery rage, but, you know, that's <laughs> neither here nor there. It's just, there's just, that, that map just has no flow whatsoever, and it, and it, yeah, just no flow, irritating. I'll shut up now. <laughs> <laughs> so it was fun, and, but I was so tired. Were so by you? the time we switched to Overwatch, I was, like, begging to be allowed to go to sleep. Yeah, you were the first one off, and I I played a couple more games, and I I got off too because I had to get up early Saturday morning. I was like, please, I'm so tired. And Brian was like, no, we finally have enough people that we're all on the team. Like, we don't even have to have any bots on our team. And I was like, okay, I have like two rounds in me. It was not true. <laughs> she did not, indeed. Have two I did rounds not in at all. I was, I was like determined so that that was tired. <laughs> yeah, the game's super fun though. I never played it, it until really Friday. Yeah. It's fun. Dead by Daylight's fun. Overwatch is fun. Overwatch is more fun for me because it's less stressful for me than oh, Dead yeah. by Daylight. And you're usually support character, aren't you, Ivy? Yeah, I only know how to okay. play one person. <laughs> yeah, I played the when shooters. We, when we downloaded the game, Brian was like, um, okay, this is the who you're going to be, and I've never played as anybody else. <laughs> okay. That's it. That seems reasonable. So I learned how to do her stuff, and that was it. But when I was so tired, Brian was like, oh, so you're bored. You need to learn a new character. And I was like, no, I'm just exhausted. <laughs> so, but it was fun. And it was fun for you to join us. Oh, thank you. And thank you for inviting me, too. Of course. I don't have a lot of gaming buddies these days anymore because most people our age are either out watching their kids' soccer game or whatever or hitting the gym or what, <laughs> watching, <laughs> watching the many news channels. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was trying to play Tony Hawk though before I, everybody started playing Dead by Daylight. Yeah, I love I'm Tony Hawk. Freaking terrible at that game. It's still fun though. <laughs> I mean, it is fun, but I I remembered being better at it <laughs> when I was a little kid. Yeah, I probably was just as horrible. You were, but you were probably worse. Yeah, no, you probably were, no, because it was played all day every day in my household. 
So mm. I'm sure that she was really good at it as a kid and just hasn't played it. You'll you'll get your rhythm back, Ivy. Don't worry. It just upsets me. <laughs> It'll happen. I mean, it was like in constant rotation. That yeah. and, and Final Fantasy Eight or something. Which I also have because it's on Game Pass. So I downloaded <laughs> that one too. Yeah, I remember Final Fantasy Nostalgia. VIII. Yeah, and I played the remake of Seven last year when it came out too. Mm-hmm. Which I'm still convinced that Eris, Aerith is the video game reincarnation of you. <laughs> yeah, you've said that before. Mm-hmm. That's pretty funny. That's awesome. I went yeah, out on Friday. I went out on Friday night. I went I'm to, so surprised. I went Me to too. Wishbone and Flint for dinner. What is Wishbone and Flint? Exactly. Yeah, what? I never heard of it. Okay, so it's over, kind of off of South Main. Um, in that little district, like between Maine and Bryan, right there. Sure. They've got a little speakeasy um, called the Amber Room. And you like walk through these curtains and there's a door with all these knobs on it. And you have to pick the right knob to open the door. Oh, oh neat. It's pretty cool. Anyway, um, so went there for dinner with Anna and Mandy. Um, and we got, they had these like peanut butter and jelly wings. They were like Thai. What? Thai. And they, it was oh, okay. so good like i want to go back and have those wings again they were so delicious and then mandy is obsessed with cheese so we got the cheese board <laughs> for her and like she had brussels sprout salad and like we shared a bottle of wine and it was so, so good and so much fun i'm shocked that you shared a bottle of wine <laughs> and the and the shock there is the share portion of it so the weekend before <laughs> yeah. it was the the spring equinox mm-hmm. and we were all at Anna's house, you know, for a fire and, and to do our like spring intentions and stuff. And, uh, we shared three bottles of wine that weekend. So what you're saying is you each had a bottle of wine. That's, Basically. That's what I'm hearing there. Damn. Yeah. We were just like. Lush. As soon as she was opening the third bottle, I was like, dang, this will be a bottle of person. <laughs> oh my gosh. Mm. It was a little nuts, Boy. but. But it was so good. And then we went, after we went to dinner, we went to the chat room and um, had this great political discussion, like I was talking about before about the mayor. But Juma showed up there. Oh, nice. Yeah. Cool. Love him. Yeah. And so it was funny because I was just telling somebody about the podcast and him being on it. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting with a couple of musicians and I was like, the funny part is, is that he talked about this metronome thing at the beginning of the podcast and how he was going to be the one who was finally going to help us take that off of the podcast. And didn't. And didn't. <laughs> Yeah. So, 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 so actually one, one thing, to, one thing to, to that, um, thanks for setting us the really high bar of having to follow him <laughs> on, on the pod because, because, you know, was l- listening to le- last week's show and it's like, okay, this guy, this guy is super funny. This is, this is a super entertaining podcast. It's probably one of the best pods that they've, that they've done. Just yeah. Jamal's cool as hell. Just, j- j- just in general. Oh, good. Matt and I have to go on <laughs> after him and try to live up to to that standard because that was yeah set a really high bar for He's us good. to have to have to He's come funny. after. Yeah, so it was it was just it was so much fun running into him too. So we just sat and. You know, he's going like table to table and talking to everybody. And then he comes sit down with us for a little bit. And then, you know, somebody else will walk up and start talking to him. And I don't know. He like walked up t- to my table. And I don't know if you guys know Maui. He's in the Daybreak Kits. No. 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 Okay. So anyways, he walks up to Maui and he was like, hey, let's get some Quavassier. <laughs> I was all, what is that? I don't even know. I never had a Quavassier before either. Some sort of. 
alcoholic drink. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Some sort of beverage. <laughs> they carry it at the chat room pub, apparently. Hmm. Interesting. Swanky. Yeah, real swanky. Who knew? From Phenomenal. the chat room. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> I asked him the other day. I was like, do you have the stuff to make a... um, um Paloma? The- <laughs> they do have the stuff to make Palomas. That's Tony Green's favorite drink. I learned that because... He was there with me, and he's like, "Tell him you want a Tony Paloma." Okay, let me get a Tony Paloma. Um, they don't- Why do you say it like you're on the East Coast? Say I it again. <laughs> Tony Paloma. Now say it again. Come on. She's not going to be able to do it now. You're putting her on the spot. <laughs> Wait, I'm not. I'm fixated on this. Go. <laughs> I don't think I can. Tony Paloma. No, you didn't do no. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that definitely re, re, okay. re reverted back to more of a of her standard Californian. Whereas, <laughs> yeah, yeah I don't fr- know where that came from. No, I fr- don't know either. Yeah, no. Tony Paloma. No, no, you are saying it weird, <laughs> but not the same weird as before. Oh, now I'm gonna have to like when I listen back to it, listen to how I said Tony Paloma. But yeah, no. no. <laughs> The, fir- the first time you said it, there was some th- 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 there was some definite East Coast there. It was very odd. You've never even been to the East Coast. I, I have too. Grandpa's from Baltimore. Grandpa's from Baltimore. Grandma's from Wisconsin. You can hear both of those in my voice sometimes. But I remembered the word I was looking for as we digressed into this Tony Paloma thing. A white Russian. I was like, do you have the stuff to make a white Russian? She laughed at me. The bartender. Yeah, because number one, those are disgusting. Oh, I love Delicious. white Russians. They're delicious. Who doesn't like coffee-flavored liqueur? Me. <laughs> because I don't like coffee. Well, oh, that's yes. a bummer. We're out. <laughs> I feel, deal deal I, breaker. <laughs> I feel like I'm about to be shown the door right now. <laughs> uh, right there. <laughs> uh, damn it. It's about yeah. 10 feet away from you. Um, anyway, she laughed at me. But hanging out in the chat room was fun. That was, that was a good time. You know where they probably have the stuff to make a white Russian is the usual. But is the usual still a thing? Do people still go there? I've the never u- been. The usual know. is still a thing and people do still go there. Hmm. Yeah. And I bet you they do have it. But you know where else they had the stuff to make a white Russian? Nickel City. So Thursday we had gone to Nickel City and they had the stuff to make What's a white Russian. What's Nickel Russian. City? Ooh. I'm glad you asked. It's down on South I Maine. I don't know if I am. <laughs> <laughs> And it's a whiskey bar. And so they've got just this wall of whiskey. But then they've got a bunch of other, like, really great drinks that they make. And But the, the whiskey's the thing at Nickel City. And then they've got a food truck out back. And the food truck has delicious wings and um, cheese curds. Oh, I love cheese curds. Yeah, they're delicious. They're so good. It's worth it to go just for the cheese, cheese curds. And then they've got this thing called a lunchbox. And you get a Capri Sun. No, uh, but it is a little a lunchable. No, <laughs> it is. It's like a, a charcuterie a, board. No, <laughs> I don't think you could fit one of those in a lunchbox unless it's foldable. It, so it's a, a, a. I would make it fit an actual metal <laughs> lunchbox, and it comes with I think whiskey of some sort, and then it's got like five little or four little ponies of Michelob. Is it Michelob High Life? What's the High Life one? I have no idea. I don't drink beer. Okay. I don't drink Michelob. I don't Miller know. High Life? Miller High there Life. There is Miller High Life, yeah. Yeah. Beer, so I don't drink. Beer's fucking terrible, so, so I, I don't know why you would drink it. Ponies are little six-ounce beers. You should try the Martin House ones. Bottles. You'll change your mind. I will not. <laughs> I'm not a big beer fan either, but I do like a beer chaser for my Bloody Marys. 
I like they Bloody Marys them, every once in a while. They call them sidecars. Especially when they have like olives or other food items that are skewered on, mm-hmm. on top of it. Yeah. Beer is still fucking terrible, though. <laughs> the moral of that story that, is... That yeah, is the moral that of that beer, story. Beer is fucking terrible. Beer <laughs> is terrible. So... What else is going on? Oh, I went to Nickel City on Wednesday. I went to um, this IV hydration place. Oh, yes. Because I'm so dehydrated because all I do is drink caffeine. (laughs) And the IV she's talking about is intravenous, not her. Okay. It's not IV hydration. Anyways, (laughs) I did have to hear that god-awful joke while I was there. (laughs) Shocking. Um, I almost made it all the way through the whole thing. Actually, that's not true. I actually almost got booted because they have a three-stick rule. And my, <laughs> I was so dehydrated, they couldn't stick my veins. And then oh. they get this guy. And she's like, hey, Ivy needs an IV. Uh, Ivy needs help with her IV. And he was like, uh, an IV for Ivy? And I was like, oh, I swear to God, if you come in here and say that to my face, like I'm going to get up and leave. <laughs> Never mind, I don't want that. I really am going to be like, I would I'd just like a refund, please. <laughs> he didn't do it. He did it last time. Ah. Hmm. I didn't even know places like that existed. The only instance where I know of that that's been done with me before is the last time I was hospitalized for food poisoning when I was 21, and they gave me an IV of uh, saline solution and antibiotics. Listen, yeah, The saline will have you feeling perky. Yep. You finished getting that saline, the liter of saline, and you're like, all right, I'm good. Good to go. But afterwards, after my experience, it felt like I had 50-pound weights around my fucking ankles because I couldn't, couldn't walk. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, I got this one that was full of like all kinds of vitamins, and then I got the extra liter of saline. It was pretty good. Yeah, okay. It's like $200, but it and felt it's, better. It's, yeah. not, it's, on, it's like at Magnolia and 8th. Right you know there? how you could prevent having to spend that two hundred dollars, right? Drink water. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I was about to ask. <laughs> I why don't you just drink water? I'm just throwing that out there that it seems like drinking water might be a little more cost effective than spending two hundred bucks to get an intravenous. Sometimes though, you feed. just need the like. You just feel good after. Hmm. Okay. No, not that this um, bruise that I have. Oh, you can't see it. Hold on. And again, for those of you listening to this show, she's showing us her left. Good. Wow. It was way worse the other day. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't look too bad now. Look at your speakers and you can see the bruise that's on (laughs) Ivy's arm. (laughs) I would post a picture of it, but it's not as nasty looking today. Gotcha. Anyways. That's pretty cool. Apparently I'm a hard stick. (laughs) No. Anyway, moving on. (laughs) That's pretty good. But it was good. It just takes forever too because apparently my body like doesn't really absorb it that well. Yeah. And and again, I say you could prevent this by, you know, just drinking water, drinking throughout, water. throughout the day. I haven't had any. No, that's not true. I've had a couple of sips. I've had two cups of coffee and half a Celsius. I have a I have a <laughs> coconut pineapple buy in in my little travel mug. Man, I'm obsessed. Those things are so good. So good. I'll probably lose some dude points by admitting this, but I'm actually uh, I've actually started drinking a flavored sp- seltzer water Ooh. over the last couple of months. Yeah, L- the La Croix brand. Yeah. Oh, a hint of flavoring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like a the coconuts whisper, one. A whisper of coconut. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the coconut's my favorite. Yeah. Coconut's also fucking terrible. I hate all of you. 
You don't like coconut? It seems like maybe you, you have questionable drink choices. Hold on just a second. Let's clarify this. <laughs> What's Do that? you not like the flavor of coconut? Because, like, shaved coconut, I can't stand it. I, I will gag if that goes anywhere near my mouth. But, <laughs> like, the flavor of coconut, I love. Yes, like, like Sonic's ocean water, yeah. I like pina coladas. Oh, ocean no. water from Sonic is good. Ocean oh, water hell yeah. is really good. No, anything. Any anything coconut flavored, any coconut shit. It's like no. What about like like Sienski? Like what? Like what? See, you know Sienski, the sunblock smells like coconut. Oh, okay. The smell of coconut is different than the taste. You said that so fast, I didn't quite get it. Okay, but I do know. Yeah. Yeah, you Sienski wasn't a thing where you guys grew up. I know of coconut flavor, coconut scented, um, yeah, suntan lotions or sunblocks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know about that. Interesting. But yeah, no coconut. Coconuts, coconuts vile. So no. Vile. Gosh, damn. V i l e, not v i a l. That's a. That's vile. That's a, that's, vile. that's at least a red flag. <laughs> no, I don't think it's a red flag. You don't think that's a red flag? Is coconut. Deal breaker, deal that's breaker? such like a one-off thing. Like, how often are you consuming coconut that that's a red flag for you? I, I'm not. I was trying to be funny, but thanks. Well, um, <laughs> see, here's 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 the problem. Um, apparently, you're not as funny as you think you are. Oh, oh shoot, man! <laughs> so yesterday, I Matt, Matt Thomas and I went to the Mammal Fest at Lola's Trailer Park. Yeah, How what time it? did you what time did you get there? I got there um, between like two and three. Okay, and I got there at five, right whenever Big Heaven started. Yeah, so it was a lot of fun. Um, they had a lot of bands play. Um, one of them, like one of the first acts was Smokin' Jake Ferris. I'd never heard them before. I heard like a song. And then they had a guy out of Austin uh, named Gray Parsons come on. And he was really good. He does. He's a drummer for a lot of bands. No relation to Graham, I imagine. I don't think so. And or Alan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Him too. Okay, that 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 was actually funny. Thanks. Um, <laughs> but anyway, Shit. so he was really good, and he um, does solo stuff, like where he plays all the instruments, you know, and puts puts the music out. So he was like, I can't back myself. So he like plugged into a CD player, and the CD played his backing tracks, and he played his guitar with it, and saying, Oh, that reminds me of someone else that was, was so later good. on. Yeah, but go yeah. on, go on with the sequence. So it was really good, and then. Um, Denver played a set, and Big Heaven played a set. And as soon as Big Heaven left, I had to pop over to Pop's Safari Lounge because I went to the birthday party of one Miss Latoya Robinson. Miss Latoya from Stericycle Barrel, you know Latoya Bahamas. Oh, Bahamas. Yep, got it. I know who we're talking about now? I told her you were turning thirty this year. She's like, shut. Up. Thank you. You're welcome. I really love that for me. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you've been very vocal about that. <laughs> Ivy did not indeed love that about her. <laughs> so that was a lot of fun. I went and hung out with her for a couple hours. and then, I love her. Yeah, it was a really good time. I got to meet her fiance, Carla. And mm. Carla's wedding gift to LaToya is that LaToya gets to pick when they get married. Like, <laughs> then I, I think Carla's planning the rest of it. LaToya just gets to pick the date. So, um, anyways, it was a lot oh. of fun. I ate a lot of Bahamian food. Had some whiskey. It was good stuff. Go ahead. Oh, can I tell you about the band that you missed? Yes, please. That came on after... Big Heaven? Uh, Big Heaven, yeah. They were called One in the Chamber. And 
I was a little, I was a little perplexed whenever they first took the stage because, like Chris and I, they're just a drum and bass duo. Okay. And the the drummer is the one who sings. And goddamn, I wish I had this guy's energy because <laughs> in between every song, he's like, "Woo, goddamn, we're uh, we're one in the chamber, rock and roll, pussy hole. Let's get fucked up, motherfuckers. Woo." What? Yeah, that's all he was the entire set. <laughs> and wow. his drum, his his drumming was just so freaking weird to watch. Though, and he he closed his high out almost every single song. And <laughs> okay. He just had a, a a bass, a snare, a china, a hi hat, and a ride. That's all he had. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he was entertaining. Yeah, he was entertaining. Their music was. Okay, I guess. <laughs> Jennifer and I were just looking at each other like, what is with this guy? <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, let's see. Who, and then who came on after that? It was a uh, it was a hip-hop artist named Trey. Mm-hmm. Were you back by the time he was on stage? I got back right as they were kicking that guy off stage. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> he, had, he had like seven guest vocalists that he brought up with, to sing choruses on his songs. And then the last one was someone that was going to do spoken word. And finally, finally, Lance came up right before he started. He's like, dude, you guys are over your time. You need to get off stage. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then, then who came on? FTW. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got back in time for FTW. Duh. Yeah. Ray from the Me Thinks is band where he plays drums instead of playing bass and singing. Yeah. And Nick, the guy that does Knives by Nick. Yeah, Nick Huff. I know him. Nick Huff, yeah. Oh, he lives in your neighborhood. Oh, does he? Yeah. Well, he used to run a tattoo shop in Euless like 20 years ago, and he used to front a band called School Bus 13, which I used to work at Taco Bueno with that band's bassist when I was in high school. Oh, wow. Yeah. It is is really... It's always very interesting, um, regardless of the music scene that, that you're in. Um, kind of how weirdly connected the bands are over time. Uh-huh. Oh, I know. And, you know, just these weird, like, oh, yeah, when, you know, 20 years ago, I worked at this at this fast food place with this guy who was in this band and this, that, and the other. It's mm-hmm. just, it, it's, it's, it's always fascinating to me, um, like, no matter what scene you're talking about. And when people start really kind of digging into the 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 historical aspects of yeah, it. And the mm-hmm. connections too and, and the yeah and the connections like yep and nick looks yep. just ju- looks just like jeffrey lord but with full sleeve tattoos and a much longer beard that he like braids and stuff but it's interesting how much he looks like jeffrey lord it's a little odd <laughs> so and then jay 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 nonstop yeah jay nonstop who's a rapper yeah, yeah he, he came on um and he was actually he was pretty good. Yeah, his flow is really good. So was Trey's. The only thing that Jane on Stop had that Trey didn't have was a DJ. Trey yeah. actually was playing all the backing, uh, all the background music from his phone. He had to bend down next to the monitors and hit stop in between oh, every song. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So yeah, he did not have a DJ, but Jane on Stop <laughs> did. Yeah, and then the Mammal Virus came on. Yeah, which they're always fantastic to watch. They- was really a good set. Yeah. <laughs> Zach's one of my favorite bassists. He was fun to watch. Yeah. And he it was really good. So that was a good time. I was going to tell another show. Oh, while we were there, I think while the mammal virus was playing, these two dudes walk up with trash pockets from the Methinks. All of the Methinks were there. Big Marlin, Little Marlin. Little Marlin co- colored his hair purple. He's so cute. 
he's so adorable. He's, he, just got, <laughs> he just got his learner's permit to drive a car. Cute. <laughs> so cute. Anywho, um, Trash Pockets walks up with these two guys, and I think I was over talking to Ray. Um, and as I was coming back to my seat, I get pulled into the conversation, and it was Fritz and... Rev Johnson, yeah, from Whiskey Dick. Yeah. Yeah. So that was fun, and they were people that you've known for a really long time, yes, right? Yes, yes. So as I mentioned before, I was in a band with Matt Stubbs and Rev Johnson from Whiskey Dick called Steadfast from 2001 through 2003. And after Steadfast broke up, they uh, the two of them started Whiskey Dick. And uh, Fritz was in a band called Speakeasy at the time. He was the lead singer. And Steadfast and Speakeasy, we shared bills on a lot of gigs yeah yeah so it was really fun meeting these like old-time friends of of everybody so that was a good time i, I had a lot of fun at mammal fest got yeah. to eat from the food truck a couple times oh the food truck that that, that makes the street tacos is uh-huh. the bomb yeah there was also a place that was serving enchiladas too authentic enchiladas they, not, were, they weren't bad not enchiladas no no no, no uh, 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 tamales yeah, yeah tamales yeah. Yeah, Mama Lou's tamales. Yeah, Mama Lou's. Yeah, they're pretty good, too. That's awesome. I've yeah. heard only good things about her tamales. And I never really had authentic enchiladas until I became an adult. Because when I was... Uh, uh, sorry, tamales. <laughs> yeah, I never had authentic tamales until I was an adult. Because when I was a kid and my mom ate tacos, she we would only she would only buy the old El Paso ones in the it, from the can. I never even knew. I never knew the array of food you could get in a can. Mm-hmm. Like, you could get a whole chicken. Yes. You could get asparagus. You could get a yes. whole Thanksgiving, Guinness, Thanksgiving dinner from a can. It's nuts. I've only seen pictures, though. I've never seen it in the store. Yeah. No, I would have. When, when Ryan Elmore told me that there was asparagus in a can, I was like, you're making this up. Nope. <laughs> I only like fresh. I, well, yeah. 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 That sounds disgusting. Anyway. That's about it. That's all about all we've been up to. Mammal Fest was the big highlight of the last two weeks. Yeah, so I got to hang out with you, Ivy, Friday night, and then your mom last night. Yeah, nice. Fun. We had a good time. Always a good weekend when you can hang out with both of us. And oh. then the both <laughs> of us again today. Yeah, I know it. <laughs> so basically, Matt, you are you are over quota for <laughs> your socialization with I. Ivy and Susie, and um, we're going to have to ask you to not socialize with them for at least the next two weeks. <laughs> hey, That's man. not going to happen. I'll leave that up to them. <laughs> I know, I'm like, I'm sure we'll see each other. I know. It'll happen. I went to um, my grandpa's house last night <laughs> because it um, was three of my cousin's birthdays yesterday. So you went to Keller. So I had to go to Keller, wow. which I swear to myself I'm never going to do again every time I go. Don't drink if you go to Keller. The cops are our assholes. Well, everybody for in Keller's assholes. D- but <laughs> for DUIs, yeah. Um, so I had to go to Keller, and uh, luckily, one, my friend Cameron wanted to go get donuts yesterday, and so we went to Krispy Kreme, and he had to go to Walmart before, so I went to Target, mm-hmm. so that I wouldn't have to go to the Target in Keller because that was my original plan. Was like, oh, I'll just go get the drinks that I'm supposed to bring. When I get to Keller, I'll just stop and I'll get them. And then I thought about that decision and decided that was a wrong decision to make. <laughs> <laughs> so I got them down here instead and then drove to Keller. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I, number one, love that my cousin lied to me about what time we were starting all of this. Why it's always way later. No, no, no. Like, for real, she lied to me. She told everybody else 6.30 and she told me 6. And then we still didn't even eat until 7.45. Oh, yeah. Even though all the food was done. Um, That's confusing. 
no no it's, no, it's par for the course well number one you would lie to me so that i'm on time because i was still late even though she said six o'clock oh, okay. because i know my family and i know that we're not going to start doing anything until two hours after we say we're going to oh, I, I was just curious on the angle that's all no but all if right. you don't lie to me about what time i will be late so yes but um, then but then you know you're being lied to and i actually so didn't know I we were both know, on time i didn't know that she had lied to me I thought that she was being truthful. <laughs> I thought it was uh, a little early to be saying that's what time we were doing it, but whatever. Anyway, so I went to go get donuts with him, and then he had me looking at his dating profile, and so we were going through that, and then I was <laughs> late. And then, but anyways, I ended up sit, sat at the children's table again somehow. I'm not really sure how that <laughs> happened to me. But <laughs> while I was over there, I was learning about all the drama that happens in middle school and Keller ISD. Mm. So I heard about oh, all my cousins getting in all kinds of trouble. Uh-oh. What are they getting in trouble for? Well, um, I have one cousin who is constantly wandering the halls because she's bored out of her mind in class. And so she wanders into different teachers' classrooms. Chelsea? She- yep. <laughs> <laughs> I can picture it so um, well. <laughs> so she was, like, telling me all about how she keeps getting in trouble for that. We've got one cousin who got busted because... And she was like, it's just because this girl is jealous of me and I'm sorry that I'm prettier than her. <laughs> God, that does sound like a middle school girl <laughs> conversation. Like, wow. I may have instilled a little too much confidence in you. And then, um, uh, th- so I was learning about all of these things that are happening. And then this boy and that boy and all this stuff. And then uh, my sweet cousin Austin was like, oh, good to see you other than at Christmas. <laughs> so uh. Now I've promised to make one more return to Keller between now and Christmas to oh, go hang wow. out with him. Mm. Uh-huh. just one though <laughs> just the one though yeah, I will. Uh, I, like how I, old is he though now okay first of all he's turning 18 this i was year. gonna say he was has to be close to 18 holy crap i'm literally dying yeah charlotte's 18 austin's turning 18 yeah it was wild it was wild to hear but while i was there was charlotte at the kids table yeah nice um so while i was there i was talking to uh daniela's boyfriend and he was like, so Ivy, how's it, how is it being 30? And I was like, not there yet, dude. I have not turned 30 yet. Thank you. <laughs> and he was like, oh, I just know that you were always like right behind me. So I just didn't. He's like, you don't look 30. And I was like, thanks. Yeah. I love the damage him. is done, by I- the way. <laughs> I love him. He's a good kid. He was a good kid. But I was just like, he's like, how is it being 30? And I was like, oh my dude, God, not I'm there. not 30. <laughs> I'm not 30 yet. Um, it's not that bad. It's going to be bad for me. But it's, luckily, I'm not going to be in Texas when it happens. So. It's not going to be that bad. I promise. Says you. I'm turning 50 in a year and a few months. I gave Brian a hard time because he's turning 50. I mean, he just turned 48, but. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's within a couple of years. He was like, you better pipe down over there. <laughs> I was like, anyways, anyways. Um, no, but it was really fun. And I meant to leave at like 11 and I didn't leave until like one. So nice. Yeah. That's a good time when that, you're there till was, one o'clock in the morning. You know, the conversations start getting real wild after the kids leave. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I was just enthralled. Just laughing your head off to it. I mean, I never stopped laughing. I don't think that's the best part. So huh. made it worth it driving to Keller. The Andersons are all very funny. I was listening to my dad tell a story and I was like, <laughs> oh, Beto? I see yeah. now. <laughs> I see now where I get it. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> no, that's what I told you. I was yeah. like, you tell stories as good as well as your dad does. 
And because he is a great storyteller. He had me. Fantastic. I was like near tears. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> and then um, so there's like a rodent problem at my dad's house in the attic only. Oh, God. I've had those before. <laughs> I, I think he's almost solved it. But I am always joking that the rat king is like above my bed. And so I'm like, <laughs> I'm like freaking out every Char- time. Charlie, what, from, from the Charlie- Ninja Turtles car- cartoon? Uh, or the Nutcracker. Oh, oh I was yeah, thinking Charlie Kelly, King of the Rats. Oh. Um, from It's Always Sunny. So I was like, <laughs> uh, he was like telling everybody about this never ending problem. And the day that we went up into the attic and I held the light and he threw the food out. And then that night you could hear them like swarm and then they died. Anyways, dad was like telling about, telling this whole thing. And then he's talking about some disease that he was like, we got to clear Penta, them out. Henta That's virus? the one. Yeah, That's the one. Mm-hmm. Okay. He was like, <laughs> hentai. <laughs> just kidding he said no, that and i was no, that's like something completely different man. i was like that sounds bad that. and dad was like it is very bad ivy yeah like, his eyes got yeah. huge and he's like this is not a joke it's yeah. very bad yeah and he's been paranoid about hentavirus since we were children <laughs> he was like it's very bad i've known michael since i was 12 i was like oh okay 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 but he was like, I'm not messing around about this. But um, <laughs> my grandpa has like a room of death in his house. It's terrible. With his like death. collection of dead animals on the wall. Oh, so he, so taxidermy. Yeah. yeah. So and you've never seen uh, what it is. Ace Ventura. Yeah, I have. Oh, yeah. so he calls it a room of death. Anyway, lovely room of yep. death you have here. <laughs> Anyways, um, so I avoid that room at all cost. But there was like a, a small taxidermy bobcat on the ground. And my dad was like, maybe there's a bobcat in the attic. And I was like, a bobcat in the attic, dad? And he's like, it sounds big. It, the rat king has either gotten bigger or something is going horribly what if wrong. It's, what if it's oh, a raccoon? Geez. I actually think it's just a squirrel that makes a lot of noise. Oh, okay. But it's squirrel nests. Are- but we have, yes. uh, we have sealed off the entire attic. So then my cousin brian was like that thing has its own ecosystem in there you're gonna have to pull out all the insulation and dad was like yeah but somebody who's not afraid of getting that virus is gonna have to do it yeah they'll they'll have to be geared up they'll have to have like a respirator i mean the whole thing wild you can hire an exterminator to do that yeah they did hire an exterminator who came out and cleaned up all the dead rats after we poisoned them but excuse me i didn't want any part of that but i was forced to i don't blame you i wouldn't either (laughs) He's like, you just have to hold the flashlight. And I was like, I don't even want to do that. Where's Brian? (laughs) Isn't this why I have siblings? Right. Where's my (laughs) brother? Um, Where are my younger siblings to do this? It was just me. It was just me. And he's like, just stand there and hold the flashlight. And I was like, what if we see one? I'm going to freak out. Yeah, I would have freaked out too. So anyways, it was just wild. But listening to my dad tell a story, I was like, "Mm -hmm. I see where I learned this now. Yep. Yep. Anyways. It was a good time. It was fun. Those those cousins are wild. Anything you guys have been up to that you want to talk to us about? Other than what we've already mentioned? Yeah. Well, I, I, guess, I guess we can break, break public and say this. We have our very first gig scheduled. Nice. Yes, it's going to be a streaming gig only on our Facebook, from Facebook Live. Oh, cool. When yeah. is it? April the 21st. April the 24th. 4th. Yes. Saturday, April the 24th. Um, and we're, pl- it, it's a, it's a, it's a prof fuzz gig. Oh, cool. Um, Mike Farmer hit, 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 hit us up a couple of days ago and was like, Hey, we're doing a thing the 24th. Do you guys want to do a thing the 24th? 
and um you know, Matt and I kind of had to discuss it on Thursday while we're practicing. It's like, you know, yeah, no, yeah. And it's like, no, but let's do it because it kind of forces us into actually, not that we weren't already trying to, you know, get sharpened up and, mm-hmm. and get ready to do a thing. Yeah. Get, get, get ready. Yeah. Get, 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 get ready. But it, but you know, it, it puts a, it puts a definitive date on the calendar of we're going to do a thing right here. So we need to, you know, figure out our set and figure out what of the new stuff that Matt is writing that we can get to a performance ready level in that point and what's just going to be like now nah, that's going to be for future shows and and all that so um so yeah so that is April 24th you can find the event on our Facebook page um which is just at the jet noise um you can also find us on Instagram at the jet noise and you can also find us on twitch at the jet noise nice um the the twitch thing is a very it's like possibly we'll stream some practices or something we're not sure yet it's just kind of there in the immediate um but yeah it should be a good time and um we're playing with the with um profa 63 Mm -hmm. who, who is you know fantastic and and we love them and Oh God! What's the third band? The very, very boom. Yeah, I yeah, think. the very, very boom. Yeah, Ooh, I was, yeah, I, I three-piece was... punk trio. Nice. Yeah, nice. it's a, it's actually two ladies and a dude on the drums. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. So I, I was about to be, very, I was about to be very embarrassed if I couldn't, couldn't remember that. <laughs> um, but so the, so the music is going to start at eight thirty p.m. Central because I'm sure you have people that listen to this pod that are in different time zones. Um, so yeah, April 24th, 8.30 p.m. Central. If um, Adam is drinking every time I have to pee, he's going to have to drink again because I got to pee again. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's awesome. Wow. That is so funny. When you get back, we can do things for the memories. Okay. okay. Yeah, but we're, look- we're really looking forward to it. And what's cool about this is that I already have all the gear in the dungeon from... Oh, my cool. show, Robotuners and Significant Podcast, to oh, be to able film to, it. yeah, and so it's not just going to be, not just going to be a single stationary camera capturing us. And we're actually, I'm actually going to set up one of our webcams that we use for for our live stream, and uh, put all the instruments and a couple drum mics through through my board. Oh, awesome! Yeah. So it actually will be decent, semi decent quality. I love yeah. that, um, or, or at least that's the plan. <laughs> How many songs do you guys think you'll have ready? I actually have my set list on my phone in my notes. Hold oh, on. Oh, cool. And while he's pulling that that out, um, yeah, I mean, and 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 it is going to be a mix of some some Josh and the Jet Jet Noise songs that mm-hmm. have, that have been retooled, um, some of the stuff from Matt's so, 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 solo album that he was nice enough to let me record on uh-huh. um, over the summer. And then there's going to, we're, we're going to be playing at least one fully brand new song. Um, you know, we'll see how we'll, we'll see how some of the other ones that he's got eventuate over the, over the next couple of weeks. But one of them, I am I'm like ninety nine percent confident that we'll be we'll be playing. So that'll be that'll be cool. Yeah. So ten, uh, best case scenario, eleven. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. That's more than I was thinking. I was thought you might say like six or seven. So that's really awesome. No, we 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 were fortunate enough that um, you know Josh's you know actually has been really supportive of us continuing as as a duo and not having any issues with us 
using existing music. Yes, mm-hmm. because we went to him right after we made this decision to carry on as a two-piece, and we told him our idea, and he was like... I didn't expect that reaction out of him. He was like, fuck yes. He said, I'm surprised you guys still want to play the songs that I wrote. Well, and, yeah. and, the, and, and the... I mean, the, the, the nice thing about, you know... The, the copyright being held by by the three of us jointly is you know it's not like we have to go anywhere else to 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 get the approvals mm-hmm. um but you know for you know josh's comment that he is you know surprised that, that, that we wanted to keep playing some of those songs well the the reality is that josh is a very good songwriter i was gonna say they're dang good songs like yeah, yeah. It, it, it it would be i, I think it would have been um remiss of us to not you know basically honor where where we've where we've come from in Mm -hmm. in the initial and you know and not keep some some of those songs because i mean obviously there's there there's certain ones that that there's just no way we can we, we can adapt in a way that that would make sense sense yeah with with the two of us playing Um, yeah and 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 that makes me sad a little bit. Like a song like um, "Deadly Affair," which I love. I think De- "Deadly Affair" is is one of my three favorite songs mm-hmm. that that we did with Josh and the Jet Noise, and I love that song. That was the James Bondy sounding one. Yes, yeah, that's if the, you remember. Yeah, that's yeah. the that's the James Bond theme to a movie that that will never exist. Yeah. Um. Like there's there's really no way that we could adapt that song properly so you know that one's just going to live on forever on you know on spotify and everything else so people will still be able to hear it which is great and yeah. and, and on our U- youtube channel people will be able to listen to it. it's great um but things like break my will uh, which is a song that was literally one of like the first two or three songs that we ever like wrote as as a group yeah um that Josh always hated his lyrics on and it should have rightly probably gone on all right, but ended up on sound of love burning. And Matt and I love that song. Like we, we, yeah. We, Cause it grooves so hard, like a old Zeppelin tune. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. No. So that, that, that was literally the only reason that that song yeah, but, like stayed around. Yeah, That's one of those that we retooled. Yes. Oh, yeah. Very cool. Yeah. That was the, that was the, the connective tissue there is that, that that's one that, that we've decided to keep because like, we love this song. We love this groove. Yeah, we are going to keep playing the song. Awesome. Um, we will save what the other songs are that we're, you know, retooling kind of as a surprise cool. because we want it to be a surprise. We want mm-hmm. people to actually, you know, pop in and yeah. have a listen. Yeah, yeah, although I think the biggest difference between his songwriting and mine are the lyrics, though, because mine are <laughs> intentionally goofy and cliche and... Uh, tongue-in-cheek humor and quirky and josh is just like about serious stuff like relationships and angst and or uh, angst about relationships and that sort of thing but slam bang theater though that was probably his funniest song he wrote yeah about the old tv show from the 60s that was based here in fort worth stop telling people the songs that we're gonna be doing i didn't say that (laughs) i was just saying the song ivy have you seen the professor fuzz play i feel like you have i have one i'm the king of hong kong i couldn't tell you 
not one song that they do. Nudist, but nudist, Judas, Bo- nudist, Buddhist, Buddhist, Judas Priest fan. Yeah, yeah. nudist, Buddhist, Judas Priest fan oh, is my I favorite. I known because I have heard you say that a million times. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I have seen them play yeah. at Lola's before. I just always love Marin because she, she looks like she's played piano in primary her whole life yeah it's so cute you told me that every I time know, i just love da, it da, 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 it's my da, favorite da, 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 da. she's just so adorable Ugh, i love her okay <laughs> but anyway you ready to do a little um do a little thanks for the memories and then we'll we'll circle back to what you guys are doing after thanks for the memories yeah yeah we can do it okay okay let me tell me all about this horoscope okay so once well, Cosmo on Snapchat has their own story, Cosmopolitan Magazine. I, I wouldn't know. I know. That's why I'm telling you about it. Okay, go. So, um, uh, every day they do, like, the daily horoscope, and then, like, on Sundays, they'll be, like, the tarot card of the week. Anyway, Thursday, something was in the, I don't know what it was. For every sign, it was, like, all kinds of love-motivated stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, mine was, like, your love channel is gonna be like really popular or something like that anyways the point is that literally i could scroll through the notifications on my phone look at you it was all these dumb boys but um (laughs) were there any like good good boys in there or just dumb i'm getting there okay go ahead yeah there are plenty of good ones but it was wild because it was going like just which reminds me that i forgot to respond to one story of my life Anyways, so I had like all these different conversations going and I was trying to remember who's doing what and where and why. And, um, so that was crazy because I would like, it happens in like flows though, like surges, I guess is the right word. Cause like I'll be talking to all these people and then I like clear the board out and then I start talking to all these people and then I clear the board out and then, you know, I get bored. So, uh, but I've been talking to this one who I'm supposed to go out with today, I think. Anyways, <laughs> you think that's encouraging. Yeah, I haven't really been reading the messages. He did just send me one. I yep. told him I was busy today until like five. Um, but it's kind of funny because he will like say something. And then if I don't respond right away, then he does that stupid thing that I'm just kidding. I oh, hate. I man. Hate it. That's the it. worst. I hate it. I hate it. But own, own the things that, that you say. Just if you say it, yeah, you've meant it. And if you and if it was a joke, you put it like immediately in the same message, yeah, or, or an immediate message right after. Like you don't like last night. Yeah. I was obviously very busy, <laughs> very busy, and, and important. also um, it's risky to pull your phone out with all of your cousins sitting around you to respond to somebody that you oh. don't totally know or grandpa. Um, yeah, it's risky business. So, anyways, he sent me. I said the other day that I was kind of a big deal. And sure, okay. He was like, Ron Burgundy. Uh, okay, cool. Anyways, um, so yesterday he said that I would be hanging out with kind of a small deal, so to prepare myself for that, and then I didn't respond. And then he was like, <laughs> Just kidding, I don't even know what that means. And I was like, You're driving me crazy with this, you know? It, it, like, had, had he not bought that back. That was actually a pretty good line. Right. I mean, it was pretty good. I was, and like, I saw it flash across the screen and I was like, I should probably say something because I had already picked up that that was like his pattern. Like if I don't respond right away, then he takes it back. And I'm like, I don't know who hurt you, but I need, I need you to get over that one. (laughs) Like, so 
Um, I, ha- I still haven't responded, but he, uh, yeah, I haven't responded to that one. But this other one, I think I was talking about it when we were playing video games the other night. This guy is from Georgia, I think. And so he asked me what I was doing this weekend. So I start saying, obviously, like all this stuff that I'm doing. And then he was like, I do remember this. One. Yeah. yeah. Go on. He's like, oh, I'm driving back to Fort Worth. And I was like, OK, cool. How long is the drive? And he's like, well, I flew to Savannah and I'm driving back to Dallas now. <laughs> that doesn't help me. That tells me literally nothing about how long the drive is like that. That that <laughs> implies that you're actually going to do. A little bit of work which i'm into, not no no i'm 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 fully aware of this but that implies that literally you're you're gonna open up like google maps and you're gonna put in savannah and fort worth and directions and look it'll at tell yourself. you the duration yeah. yeah right but no you you are 100 not going to do that right at all so i was like okay cool it's like the dude that was like the other day he was wanting to go to brunch and so we're talking about like where we're at and he's I said something about being in Fort Worth and he was like, so is that north of Fort Worth or Arlington? And I was like, what? Yeah. I'm saying, huh, too. I can't, I can't, I couldn't, I actually never responded to that message because I couldn't, I couldn't accept that in my brain. Like (laughs) if you can't figure out what you're saying, then I can't talk to you. Well, the other thing, I mean, you know, in saying that you're in Fort Worth, um, newsflash, Fort Worth itself, kind of big. Kind right kind of stretches a lot of places so but i usually say that i live in actually i know what i said i said i lived in southwest fort worth and oh, he okay. said is that north of fort worth or arlington uh, and i was like nope no <laughs> nope that's not what i said at all and listen i am the first one to be like you want me to go which direction like but I've de- I've identified that if I say Southwest Fort Worth, like if you are down here, then you kind of know where I'm talking about. But well, even if even if you're not down here, I mean, like I I currently live up basically close to Denton, and if you said Southwest Fort Worth, like I would still know, like oh okay, so you're that way, cool. Like that's a that's a reasonable rough geographic. It, it, it- <coughs> It's rough enough to, you know, be, you know, non, non, non-specific, but it's specific enough that you can at least get an, a, a rough idea of where you need to be. Right. Yeah. So I was like, and like the point of where I was versus where he was is so that we could figure out somewhere in the middle to go. And right. I was like, you're, you're dumb. <laughs> i can't deal with stupidity and i actually just promised that i would stop dating dumb boys so i have to figure that out somehow anyways so this one that um I, I never responded to the dude that didn't tell me how long his drive was but um then i was talking to this other guy on tinder I'm bouncing back and forth between tinder and hinge um because i haven't gotten mad enough to delete tinder yet <laughs> mm. Give it time. <laughs> right. So I was talking to this guy on Tinder and he was telling me like, oh, I guess he had like four days off of work. So I was like, oh, what are you doing with your, your four days off of work? And he said he was recording music. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, what kind of music do you play? And he's like, um, I guess if I had to put it in a genre, I'd say indie. And I was like, oh, geez. Mm. Right. And then I was like, okay, so he was asking me what I was doing. And I said something about the thing at lola's and i was like oh you should go to that like i wasn't gonna go so i was like you should go to this thing though because i you know it's probably pretty good 
And he, I was like, so you know where Lola's is, right? And he was like, no. He's like, but I just Googled it. And I was like, so do you perform this music or do you just record it for your own? Pl-? Either way is fine with me. Like, I don't really care. But yeah, what do you say? He was like, no, I just record it for myself. And I was like, oh, oh okay. all right. Okay. So if I mention venues to you, you're going to have no idea what I'm talking about. It's fine. But I don't know. Typically, musicians like to watch music as well as play music, you know? Yeah, it was kind of so weird. Interesting. Yeah. But, mm. um, yeah. So, this guy that I've been talking to, he's from L.A. Where in L.A.? LA. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta run the canyon in L.A. Um, he okay. told me, but I, I really don't remember. Because I said something about wanting to go to California for my birthday. And he uh-huh. was like, well, you should stay in Orange County. And I was like, well, I, I really want to go to uh, Pacific Beach in San Diego, so... Not really worried about Wheels that. Wheels vagina. Uh, I met a dude in on Friday that he was like, oh, I just moved here from L.A. And I was like, where in L.A.? And he's like, oh, so you're from California. And I, was, I was like, hey, you can't say L.A. and not be specific enough unless you actually mean L.A. Right. Well, I was like, so you live in what? Beverly Hills? Brentwood? He lived in Sherman Oaks. <laughs> Probably. No. So he's like, no, but well, I just Baker's moved here. Field. Bakersfield is not even LA. LA. It's, it's like the Haltom city Modesto. of the West Coast. <laughs> oh, Imagine if he was like, I'm from California. Hey, I was like, George Where? Lucas is from Modesto. So is that guy who killed Lacey Peterson. Scott, Scott Peterson, but he didn't do it. <laughs> George Lucas is the best thing to ever come out of Modesto. <laughs> Anyways, so he was like, I was like, oh, well, how long have you been here? And he's like, three weeks. And I was like, oh. Really? Mm-hmm. So he's like, so I don't know where anything is. So I'm like, okay. And he's like, so you should, like, you could, could show me around. And I was like, okay. So then I start thinking about it. And I was like, I have no idea where I would take you. Because, <laughs> like, I. Yeah, because you don't know what he's into yet, right? Right. So he wants to go get a drink. Okay. So where do we go? Well, um, I would say Nickel City. <laughs> then but you can have some drink. cheese curds. But you can get something. You can get, like, a Shirley Temple. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to get, like, a whiskey drink. But but I should probably ask him if he likes whiskey. What if he doesn't like whiskey? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Well, so if he doesn't like whiskey, you could take him to, um, you could take him to, like, the usual is a good one. Or the Bearded Lady has really good drinks and good food. Or or the Tarantula Tiki Mm -hmm. Lounge if he likes cocktails. Oh, yeah. Tarantula Tiki Lounge for tiki drinks. (laughs) <laughs> Those are real good. Yeah, they are. But just have one. Don't don't let them. Talk you won't need you any more two. than one. Yeah, mm. no, they're heavy handed at the tiki lounge. Well, not only are they heavy handed, but they're gigantic. Yeah, they come oh. in big schooners. They're, yeah, they're big yeah. tiki drinks. So yeah, just one. That that's a good one. Um, Thompson's bookstore is a really good bar. For not my last name. Drinks. <laughs> <laughs> I love. That's a joke from our the the games. The family, the game, party, the family yeah. game night. Brian calls Matt it Thomas Matt is. Thompson. Yeah, like, and I said, that's not me. That's a drummer from King King Diamond, damn it. <laughs> Brian will oh, be like, is. Matt Thompson. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not, not a drummer. Matt Thompson. It's Matt Thomas. I know how to play a little bit, but not And not then like I was Chris. cracking up because my cousin Kyle was like, um, I don't want to sound like mean, but do we know you, Matt Thomas? <laughs> <laughs> And then Nick got on and was like, so are you like one of our Twitch friends or how did you end up in here? I mean, that's a, I mean, that, that is a fairly legitimate question. Dude, but like Thomas met 
Ivy, Brian, and Katie, like, five or six years ago at Friday on the Green was the first time you met them, right? All together as one, yeah, because they're all with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they've known him for a while. Yeah, and I've talked to Brian a couple times whenever I've seen him. And Katie, I've only seen out once, and she was at Mass with you, I think, for an MMS show. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, So it was just funny. Yeah, Katie's the one that probably knows me the least out of the three of them. Yeah. It's just funny because they were like, um, do we know you in real life? Do we know you in real life? And then when Brian kept calling him Matt Thompson when he was a little bit wasty, (laughs) he was like, Brian, we know him. We've met him in real life. (laughs) So it was like, I'm drunk. I'm sorry. Yeah. He was like, I don't remember. I'm a little drunk. That's so funny. Anyways. So, but like if you had to show somebody Fort Worth, where would you pick? So I would pick a day date somewhere like a saturday i would 100 percent go either to the kimball or to the modern oh that's what i was thinking too. yeah either one the kimball's got the only michelangelo painting in the western hemisphere and it's one he did when he was 12 i never knew that yeah and fun fact yeah it's the kimball is amazing it's yeah, got I haven't been there about 10 years oh man i love it it's got mondrian and matisse and all my favorite m's monet manet <coughs> all of them um, oh my favorite <laughs> I'm one of your favorite M's too. Yes, you are. It's absolutely correct. <laughs> uh, and uh, I had to throw that in there. Sorry, go on. <laughs> and then at the modern, there's just I mean, you you know how much I love the modern. Yes. It, it's like my second. It's like my home away from home. Okay, so you'd pick an art museum. And I would I'd pick an art museum, and I'd probably uh, go like walk along the Trinity somewhere. Ooh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang mm-hmm. on. That inv- that that's outside. Well, no. However, good point. However, you guys could go to Waterside. Yeah, which would be great. So that could be that could be good fun day date. You could walk around the stockyards, or you could. I'd rather die. Yeah, the stockyards are <laughs> they're, they're they're a little rough. There's nothing about the stockyards that appeals it's to just me. Unless it's yeah, just unless you're in the country, I mean, it's that's super what touristy. It's, yeah, it's definitely the touristy spot. Like I feel like when Worth. we have international patients come in, everybody's always like, "Oh, you should go to the stockyards," and I'm like, "Why?" Yeah, I guess if you wanted like a what you pictured Fort Worth to be situation. Yeah, that's what. That's what I would say. Yeah. That was what I was afraid of when we moved here. I was afraid the whole city would be like that. <laughs> yeah. And it's not, obviously. Yeah. And Joe T. Garcia's, I'm sorry, is just way overrated. It's the worst. Yeah. You were afraid that it was going to be very yee-yee out here. Yeah. All of my friends were like, is your cell phone even going to work there? And I was like, well, I hope so. Like, <laughs> Well, I was in Pelican Bay yesterday and my cell phone had no service. Oh, Shelly's dad lives there. Yeah. Oh, okay. We were helping him move furniture. Oh, Wow. So, yeah, I would definitely do a museum and then, you know, someplace down on South Main for a drink would be fun. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. how many places do you want to go? I don't know. We have to see how even tonight goes. Okay. Well, I mean, there's lots. We I, we can t- talk more about it, like, once you know them a little bit, too. But for sure, museum and South Main. Where would you guys say? Um. Is this a first date, or have you been on a date with this guy before? No, I've never met him, but the point oh, is not okay. who it is. The point. the point is, where would you go if you were like, I'm going to show somebody Fort Worth? Okay, because I, whenever I was between, after I got divorced and whenever Shelly and I got together, I never actually had a date where somebody was n- brand new to the area and asked me to show them around. 
So it's hard for me to say. But what would what if if somebody, even like a family member, was coming in from out of town that had not been to Fort Worth before? Where would you take them? Yeah, well, I think a museum is a safe is a safe bet. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say the Fort Worth Botanic Gardens. Uh, that's for one. Oh yeah, and also the uh, uh, the fountain, whatever. Oh, it's called. the water gardens. Yeah, the water gardens. Yeah, yeah. yeah Which, do they even still run them? Because there have been people that have accidentally fallen in and fell in and drowned. Yeah, they're still running them. They don't yeah. care if people die. Mm. You've you've been to Fort Worth before, right? <laughs> Seriously, I'm the only person in this room that's lived in Texas my whole life. <laughs> it's true. That is accurate. Yeah, and lived in North Richland Hills my whole life too, almost. Minus ten years. Yeah, um, that that whole first date thing is something that's you know going to start coming up for me yeah. relatively soonish. Um, that's a really good question. Um, I mean, probably the museum thing because you're you're you can find out a lot about a person and their their their, their actual core personality by how they respond to art hmm. and you know, art and, and music both. I mean, obviously they're just, they're, they're different sides of, of the same coin as far as that goes. Um, but I think you can get a sense. Yeah. That, that, that true sense of somebody faster in that type of environment than, you know, in, you know, Oh, I'm just going to, you know, we're just going to go out to dinner and a movie or something, which is very cliche and, all that not that cliches are necessarily bad but you know it's not it's not super interactive in that sense whereas if you're going to to a museum and you're and you're you know seeing how this person responds to to you know certain pieces of art and and where where their discourse goes with it um you can figure out very very quickly if someone is genuinely going to be able to intellectually stimulate you as well or if they're faking the shit out of it (laughs) maybe that's what i should do (laughs) yeah i can't stand fakers because everybody's always like you have to stop dating dumb boys and i'm like but they're pretty (laughs) dumb boys are pretty there's a balance you just haven't found found it there is a balance i just haven't found but i also don't try that hard to figure out if they're smart oh and, 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 you know, that's fine. Well, you know what the definition of insanity is? Doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Well, we know I'm crazy already, so... <laughs> that, is, that is entirely accurate. We are... We We're are. all aware of my insanity, stop but... Playing, <laughs> stop playing Flappy Birds over there, Susie. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, You're not, I'm just kidding. No, but I, I would say, yeah, going to a museum is a good thing to show in Fort Worth. Also, you know, like... All the stuff on Magnolia is is a good kind of day date thing to do. You could go to the um, ephemera, you know, like the little plant store. Mm-hmm. You could, you know, there's lots of good food where you could like kind of sit out on a patio and just sit and talk to each other and share some food and a drink. Or I don't actually need date ideas. I was just wondering where you would say to go. I'm just saying to show somebody Fort Worth. Yeah, yeah there's there's lots of cool little little things to do she's your mother and she loves you and she's always going to give you advice whether you want it or not anyway (laughs) do you have more things for the memories no i think that's it i'm ready for red flags versus deal breakers oh i love this (laughs) chris pick a color um 
let's let's go with the um the pink one that's sitting there. Okay. This one, they have poor hygiene. Deal breaker. Deal breaker. Deal breaker. Deal breaker. <laughs> it's not even a it's not even a now now I mean there there's as with all of these there are there there are always some some situational exceptions. But if we're talking as a as a generalized statement, all things being equal, poor hygiene is 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 a no because yeah, off the table because nobody you know nobody wants smelly anything that just no mm-mm, we're not doing it mm-mm, we're not doing it and they're likely suffering from depression. <laughs> well, I'm serious. It's a symptom. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No total deal breaker for me. Wow, I, I think I think that may be the 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 quickest red flag versus That was the fastest ever. one I think I've ever answered. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Thomas Color. Okay, Matt Thomas will Robotuno will pick blue. Okie dokie. Overshares about their life on the first date. Oh, I've been on dates like that. Yeah, so let's hear it. I mean, it's a red flag. <laughs> On the first date, it's a red flag. It's a red flag, especially what they're oversharing. Mm-hmm. Like, Did I give this one to you guys as yes. a suggestion? Yeah, That's what did. I when thought. I, <laughs> when I went on a date one time with a guy who overshared, he started talking about like his brother's drug problem, his parents' divorce, mm-hmm. like the whole thing. And I just was like, I'm... A little overwhelmed. A little overwhelmed with, yeah, correct. So I think. Plus, if you are attractive enough, I can overlook some of it. But if you're not, then I'm just like, I didn't ask for all of this. It's like that conversation we had last week where you're like, how far into this conversation am I hoping to bail out? I was hoping to bail out before the divorce came up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've unfortunately, I'm the brunt of experience of this one. That's why I mentioned it. Mm hmm. Yeah. yeah I think, uh, not me oversharing, but my partner oversharing. Gotcha. And not just with me, but with anybody. Yeah. I've yeah. got a friend who does that. You all know her. Go ahead. <laughs> um, it's a, I think I know who you're talking about. <laughs> so it's a, it's, it's, it, it is a red flag, but at the same time, um, again, that's, that's a, that's a generalized statement. I mean, it could be, you know, you're you're having one of those really immediate instant connections where mm-hmm. where that that sort of conversation se- actually seems appropriate then or if it's steered in that direction yeah then yeah. The, at that point it's not oversharing then yeah. it's just sharing then it's sharing but the <laughs> but yeah as a as a as a general yeah that's 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 no it's it's a red flag it's definitely not an an immediate deal breaker for sure but it but it could it, it could be a red flag yeah it's Look, also a red flag because you're not picking up on social cues. Right. I'm not subtle. Yeah. Yeah. And then <laughs> you it, can tell when I'm not enjoying myself and or I'm like thinking about other things. Like it's a it's a character flaw that I possess. <laughs> I'm not good at covering up that I don't care what you're saying. But like it's not that I don't care. Kind but, of. But you don't. But I don't yet. I will care about that for you one day, yeah. just not on the first date. Yeah, that's <laughs> I day. would be like, why? Why are you thinking the, that you need to tell me this? The thing complete right now? like opposite undersharing. Yeah, where you're trying to pull information out of them. That's a deal breaker for me. Well, I cannot mm-hmm. handle that. <laughs> that will also arise suspicion too. Like, what are you hiding? Oh yeah, I dated a guy like that one time too. Every time I talked to him, he was revealing a new secret to me. <laughs> was, these were not small things that he was hiding, and I was like. Are you a cancer? 
like you are. Mm. When I was getting my wax the other day, the girl was like, have you ever been personally victimized by a cancer man? By a cancer man? And I was like, yeah. Yes, I have. (laughs) (laughs) I have. As a matter of fact. Yeah. I've been victimized by a Gemini. Yeah. I, I used to be married it? to a Sagittarius, and astrologically, we were not compatible at all. Sagittarius are some of my favorite peoples. <laughs> my own kid being one of them. She's great. It's not me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the Sagittarius. I was going to say, I know you're not. I'm yeah. not. Nope. She's Cancer. Brian's Taurus. Little Katie is a Sagittarius. Yeah, you're a little hellion. Yeah, my little hellion. I'm only hellion. repeating that because that's how you described her to me. Yeah, she, she's the best. Uh, would you like to pick a color? Green. 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 I think we've talked about this one before. Over 30 and at a minimum wage job. We've talked about one that's similar. Similar. Um, it's just not compatible with my lifestyle, so it's a, it's a not ideal situation for me. Uh-huh. Yeah, because you like expensive things. <laughs> Because I like expensive things and I like being able to do things and I don't want to be limited by money. Yeah. Yeah. So deal breaker. (laughs) I I feel like every time, like sometimes we do rounds of red flags versus deal breaker and all I sound like is just, I sound just so shallow. (laughs) But but no, it's important, you know, at 30, you know, depending, I guess this is one for me that would be very depending on what you're doing we know it's not a deal breaker for you would you (laughs) she's not wrong we know all of fort worth knows okay fine go ahead chris how do you feel about this um it's certainly a red flag um but at the same time it's like you know what else do you have going on in in your life i mean i i certainly understand that you know you know People, you know, don't don't always don't want their work to to um, define them. Um, and so, if there's it, you know, if, if there's other things go, going on in in your life that are that are, you know, intrinsically interesting, then yeah, you know, we can we can work with that. But it but it is a little bit of a red flag in that um, it kind of it 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 potentially speaks to a lack of motivation. Mm-hmm. Um, it can, it's not, it's obviously not necessarily always, always the case. Um, but it can speak to a potential lack of motivation, which may just become problematic later, but it's not an, an immediate and we're done. It's mm-hmm. a, okay, we'll, we'll kind of see how this goes for, for a little bit of time. And we'll see kind of where other things line up. Gotcha. Okay. I'm really having a hard time deciding if this is a red flag or a deal breaker with me. So if it's just a... Okay, so I'll put it to you like this. I understand what you said, Ivy, about how in in your view it would... It doesn't support the things that you like to do, right? So I totally get that. And in my, from my perspective, uh, from my perspective, even if it's just something that's, if if they they're only working a minimum wage job as a temporary measure because they're down on their luck and it was it's like the only job they could find and they're looking for something better, 
I get that. But at the same time, if I was in that situation, dating would be the last thing on my mind because I take pride in what I do. And if I'm at a stage in my life to where that's all I could get, I want to focus on bettering myself before I want to bring that to bring bring that to a table if I'm trying to be in a relationship. About and at the same in the same breath, if they have a minimum wage job and that's all they've known, that's all they can either do and or are good at. Re, uh, deal breaker. Yeah. Gotcha. That's pretty good. Yeah. Like well, well, it. to me, to me, I see it as the same way as dating somebody that's unemployed, which my ex girlfriend before I met Shelly actually was. So. I couldn't date somebody who's unemployed. <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, that's a whole Chris, different story. I'll tell off the mic. Or what color? An unemployed like? musician, which is an even worse combination. What, what, color, <laughs> what color would you like? What's left? Because I can't really see. Blue or green? Blue or green? Uh, let's let's go with the green. The green is not sexually adventurous. <laughs> is that the one you did? That's totally the one I did. <laughs> uh, um, that's a deal breaker. Um, <laughs> Look, there's <laughs> <laughs> look. Everybody's the qualifier. Look, <laughs> listen. I Linda. feel like this one's really subjective. I mean, <laughs> well, and that's, and that's like everybody. Everybody's definition of adventure of, of sexually adventurous is different, and I and I acknowledge that. But for whatever your definition is, your definitions have to match. Like, um. Going with a going with a nuclear example here, <laughs> if person A is only into vanilla missionary, and person <laughs> B, um, you know, likes to be involved with swinger or- orgies or the Kama Sutra, <laughs> mine's <Very> better. <laughs> There's like person like th- th- those are two very diametrically opposed views on what is sexually adventurous and sexual compatibility is a huge thing in a relationship as much as as much as some people try to say it's not they're fucking wrong um and and it is yes so the 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 qualifier is that your definitions need to either match or be within a certain tolerance of of each other Mm -hmm. if your definitions are too far afield um it is going to eventually cause some sort of problem because somebody is going to end up either either a changing themselves more than they're comfortable with to match up to or somebody is going to get very frustrated because they're having to in quotes dumb down their sexual experiences so that is why it's a deal breaker gotcha yeah my sentiments are the same of of, of what chris just explained so i would say deal breaker too just based on that yeah ivy um it's a red flag yeah yeah it's a red flag yeah it, it's definitely something that needs to be talked about. It's a discussion point. Yeah, discussion point is really good. Yeah. Well, and the and the discussion point is figuring out 
how far afield your definitions are. Right. Yeah. Because that's where it, you know, that's where it's going to become become the thing. Yeah. I mean, if, if you can't make your monthly bills because you're spending half your paycheck at Priscilla's of Hollywood, I mean, you know, there's something going on. But. I have no idea what Priscilla's <laughs> of Hollywood is. But. Oh, you know, or Priscilla's. Yeah. Still don't know. The adult uh, toy store. Oh. <laughs> I guess we all know how adventurous I am. <laughs> anyway. Radio plays commercials for them all the time. Yeah. Oh. I don't listen to the radio very often. I listen to NPR. You didn't answer the question. Oh. No, it's, it's a discussion point. Okay. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. You need to make sure that you guys are compatible with and comfortable with because it is a big, big part of your relationship. Okay. Last one. Has severe road rage. <clears throat> Deal breaker. For me, that's also a deal breaker. I can't handle it. That's also a deal breaker because it speaks to a it speaks to a lack of control within within your own your own emotional life. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that just if you if you, I mean, everybody has those moments where it's like, you know, what the fuck? Why why did you cut me off? Like right. like like that that is that that I would consider within the normal. Um, the normal span of the human experience like it's gonna happen like little stuff like that no biggie but if like you're literally yelling screaming ranting and raving for literally like minutes after something has happened Mm -hmm. um like there's there's just other things going on that i don't know that i want to deal with in that moment so yeah it's 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 at the very least a very strong red flag, flag. and it's probably it's probably a deal breaker. After it happens once, it's a it's a it's a discussion. If it happens a, if it happens a second time, then it's probably a deal breaker. I uh, I used to commute to work with one of my neighbors, um, who I just I love and adore, but we would we'd take eight twenty north from our neighborhood up to the office and. He would just lose his shit. Like, it was like a 15-minute drive. And I was like, dude, work will be there when we get there. It, it Don't worry about anybody else driving on this road except for you. I have you a know? question. Does he have a brother named Outdoor? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, but it just, yeah, that road rage, uncontrollable road rage would definitely be a deal breaker for me. I think it's a red flag for me. Probably leading into a deal breaker if it can't be fixed because mm-hmm. I don't like to drive. And I feel like I'm going to be the one who has to drive if that's the situation. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I don't want to do it. So, yeah. That's fair. All right. Yeah. Well, that was it for red flags versus deal breakers. Love that's, it. That was really fun. So, we'll, we'll, Talk a little bit more about what you guys are doing as the Jet Noise, and then we'll wrap this up. We're so at the two-hour mark. We are right at the two-hour mark. Okay, perfect. Yep. Okay. So just to kind of recap, we've talked a lot about it throughout the show, but y'all, we're Josh and the Jet Noise. Yep. Josh had some reasons he needed to leave the the two, the three, the three-person group. Y'all decided to go on and make music, which I was so happy to hear about, and then yeah, and then and then just kept it at the jet noise, which is brilliant. <laughs> I love it. 
Oh, thank you. Yeah. So um, we have a new logo too to go along with our new band direction. Oh yeah. So and you can see it on Facebook, on Instagram. You can check out the new logo. the The guy who did the artwork, he's yep. he's one you've used. You know him. Yes. The so the 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 same guy who did our our original logo and the artwork on the Sound of Love Burning album. Um, so a guy by the name of Marco Marco Caldwell with Mac Inc. Creative. Um, he's based in, um, Colorado and he's someone that, that I've known for years actually through laser tag, you know, circling that all the way back to the beginning of the show. Mm -hmm. Um, and he's just, he's an incredibly talented graphic artist. Um, and you know, it's, it's, you know, challenging because we know so many incredibly talented graphic artists. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, I've always been really happy with, with his work um and so when um matt and i made the decision that we we were actually going to carry on as 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 a duo um which you know we'll come back to that in a second because there was no guarantee that 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 was going to happen um i had reached back out to marco and was like hey this is a thing we're doing a thing i need a new logo we need a new logo Mm -hmm. what can you do and he did his usual here's some options and it's like that one please and yeah now there's new logos all over our facebook and instagram page at the jet noise in both cases love it and uh jennifer our friend actually asked us already when we're getting t-shirts Jay Smith. Yeah, no, I, I've been <clears throat> I've been asked um, by a few other pe- people as well. So that'll that's definitely a discussion that we need to have. You know, off mic. Yeah, um, that'll happen though. No, let's hash it out right now on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a terrible. Yes or way no? You guys are going to have t-shirts. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, we're going to have shirts. Um, there, there, we've hashed it out. It's going. <laughs> yes, it's going to happen. How's that? There's your answer. There, there, right there, there is your answer, but. Um, going back to the, you know, the decision to actually keep going as a AM duo. Um, so there was, there, there was originally supposed to be a final Josh and the Jet Noise show. It was, mm-hmm. it, it, it was, it was originally supposed to be, um, December 18th and we were going to do it from, um, cloud, cloud, cloudland students. Studios, Studios, yeah, it was going to be live, live streams, yeah, yeah, and, oh, yeah. Um, and you know, is like, like we we had it on on the calendar, like from like late October, early November. It's like, yep, we're we're going to do this. We're gonna we're, we're gonna hit some rehearsals after, um, you know, kind of before Thanksgiving, after Thanksgiving. We're just going to do do some stuff, sharpen ourselves back up play a final show and you know have that be have that be the end of it and unfortunately there were some real life issues that josh had that that prevented that from from happening right and um you know without getting too far into those because they're not super germane um you know it it, it was something that really kind of crushed all three of us yeah um because you know the 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 last show that we played as Josh and the Jet Noise was literally our CD our album release the album yeah. release for Sound of Love Burning one year mm-hmm. well, a little over a year ago yeah and um you know it was just just one of those things you know that that show happened and two and a half weeks later the world ended 
Mm-hmm. Um, and we had had, at the point the world ended, we had like five or six shows all lined up and ready to go. And it's like, yes, we're going to get to play. We're going to get to play the music from this album live. And people had seemed to respond, had responded to it so well at the album release show. And, you know, it was just a, just a good vibe. It's like, okay, great. And honestly, I was ready to play another live show because um, our, our CD release show, um, I don't remember most of it. And the reason I don't, no, no, no. <laughs> no, I, I, he was so sick. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I do so remember that. Sick. Yeah, I, I, so, so that, that show was on a Friday. I literally spent all of Wednesday, Thursday, and the morning of Friday, like basically in bed, just like I, I was, that. I was fucking destroyed. Do you think you had COVID and didn't know it? That's what I was thinking. I no idea. I'm not going to speculate. Mm-hmm. I just, I have, I have no, no idea. All, all I know is that like I literally burned two sick days, which is that back to back, which is, you know, that never happens to me like ever. Um, and so like most of what I, most of what I remember has slash have pieced together from that show is because, you know, some people did take some videos and so I was able to watch that back and oh, yeah. like watching those back and I'm, and I'm, and, and I'm watching myself play. I'm like, oh yeah, I simplified the hell out of that part because, um, yeah, it didn't I was, have the energy. Well, you had to ration it. Yeah. I was so fuzzy that I was like, okay, if I try to do anything complex, this is really going to suck and no, let's, let's not have it suck. And then Josh ended up being the one who screwed up darkness, which was just hilarious. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so like I was really eager to get back on the stage and play a show where I could actually play these songs the way that I had meant to play them. And then mm-hmm. it didn't happen. Um, and so, you know, the, the year went and, you know, we ended up doing Matt's solo album over the summer um, while we were still, you know, in the world and ending stage. And yeah, and at that point, whenever I decided to do the solo album, we weren't done as a band. We were just on hiatus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's, it was a it was a case of like we were trying to be you know respectful of 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 you know Josh's timing with um, you know both you know both both sets of in laws were were older. Um, and you know, that there was that sort sort of contact stuff and we, and we didn't want to have them put, put at risk by, you know, expanding his bubble. You're like, okay, no, that's fine. That makes, that makes perfect sense. Um, so it was a good time for you to do your solo thing yeah, and, and, and bring Chris in on drums. That's cool. Yes. Yeah. Um, it, it was, that was actually really, really nice. Like Matt didn't have to have me come in and play drums. Like, I've heard the drums that Matt has programmed before for other things, like mm-hmm. the, the the initial drummer bait tracks um, for Josh and the Jet Noise. Matt had programmed the the um, drums on, and um, that was um, Darkness and Slam Bang Theater. Yeah. And quite honestly, like the parts that I play on All Right are almost carbon copies of what he programmed because they were the right parts. So, mm-hmm. so the so the reality was that like he didn't have to actually put up with having a live drummer to do his solo stuff. Like he he could have just gone fuck it. I'm going to pro- program this and have 100 percent control over over everything. Yeah, but it wouldn't have been as been as much fun for either one of us. That's true. Um, and and th- th- there was also a thing like I was I was really struggling at that at that time um, with with different stuff. And so being able to 
you know, kind of be able to focus a little bit on that, like was it was a definite positive mental health thing in that moment for, for me. Um, but yeah, so we, so, so we did that album and, and he put it out and it's quirky as fuck and, <laughs> and, and, and out girl. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and you know, we love it and, and that, that's all fun. And then once that was out, then, it, you know, we kind of got kind of back into this nebulous void of, okay, you know, we're still, the world is still ended. Um, we're still trying to figure out real life. Um, and we'd finally got to a point of like, yes, okay, December 18th, we're going to do this. And at this point, Josh had already said that he's not going to be able to play in the band anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So well, we were having these discussions at this point. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So, 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 you know, we, we had this now, this now definite end point of, okay, here's our, here's our drop dead date. We're going to get one last show. We're going to stream it out to, to the world. Um, you know, Joe, Joe and Rebecca, um, from Cloudland Studios were, you know, saying, Hey, yep, no, we, we can do this here. We're going to donate our time. Just, you know, pay us for, for this and, and, and we'll do it and we'll make it sound good and we'll make it look good. And it was like, yes, sweet. Awesome. And then real life kicked us in the face. Yeah. And, um, and because of timing with other things, like that December 18th date was like, that was it. Like if it didn't happen by then, there it was, wasn't going to happen at all. Happen. Yeah. There was, yeah. The, there was no possible way for, for, for it to happen. Um, so that, that really, that really sucked on a whole host of levels. Yeah. Cause we all want enclosure is basically what it boils down to. Yeah. So, so then sometime shortly after that, you guys what made you come to the decision to remain together as a duo? Well, after yeah, after we realized that the December 18th show wasn't going to happen, uh, Chris and I, Chris was still coming over to, to the dungeon, and we were mm-hmm. just fucking around jamming. We didn't really have any direction, and I put out a couple hits to find a guitarist to possibly play some of my Robotour solo songs live. Mm-hmm. But I didn't get any, I didn't get any bites, and... When you reach our age, which is 42, and even though... The universal answer. Yes, yes. Correct. <laughs> and I've, we've both gone through the process of, aud- of uh, both auditioning for and having people audition for the groups that we're, we've been in. And after going through that process just so many times together, and you're at, we're at, to me, I'm at the point in my life that... If I don't have handpicked musicians that I know already and are I already have that kind of relationship with, chances are I'm not going to find one. If I just put, blindly put an ad out there, regardless mm-hmm. of our credentials of what we've been in the past with the jet jet noise. So mm-hmm. and so I came to, so I came to that realization, and I don't want to say that I've copied that I've copied this band and their concept, uh, but they did inspire me to do this. Or to to be a duo is Royal Blood. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mentioned them to the mm-hmm. to them to you yesterday. Do you know about Royal Blood Ivy? Okay, yeah. They're they're a pretty mainstream band. They're known internationally. They're out of England. They're a drone based duo. And what their bassist, who also sings, does he has two. He has a bass amp and he has a guitar amp, and he plugs his bass into both amplifiers, and the signal 
that he has coming out of his guitar amp actually sounds like he's playing an electric guitar. So he's, it sounds like he's playing both instruments at once, but he's just playing the bass. Mm-hmm. So he inspired me to take on that own sound for my own. But at the same time, Royal Blood isn't the same. Isn't the only band that's done this. That's just a drum and bass duo. There's Death from Above, 1979, which has been around way longer. Yeah. Uh, there's <laughs> uh, Mountain of Smoke. Uh, yeah. They started off as a bass and drum duo before Alex Johnson uh, played lap steel for them. Even there, and also locally, there were a trio, mind you, Panic Volcanic. Mm-hmm. They were just bassist drummer, and then Ainsley Daughtry, Ansley Daughtry was their vocalist. Yeah. Uh, and then <laughs> on a lesser note, that fucking weird-ass band I saw last night that you missed, one in the chamber, they were also bassist and drum duo. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not unheard of. Um, so I thought to myself, you know, if all these guys are doing this, then why can't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a pretty... Um, it was a it was an interesting moment because yeah we we we'd been you know jamming together without without any direction and I don't think e- either one of us necessarily does well without having a direction or or an end goal to to work toward. I mean, it's nice to jam, mm-hmm. but you know again, I mean we're both kind of at that age of if I'm if I'm gonna do something, I need there to be some sort of net something that I'm working towards. You know, I I need it to not just be, oh, I'm just hanging out and jamming with 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 one of my friends, which don't get me wrong, is great yeah. and needed and necessary. But I need I need it to be something a little more more than that. So like literally I think I showed up at at um at the dungeon. This was a couple of weeks ago now. And or he'd messaged me beforehand. He's like, it's like, all right, this is what I'm doing. I'm getting this and this and this, and we're gonna do this. And is that cool? I was like, yes. And then awesome. I named off some of the bands that, that I just mentioned a moment ago that were German to bass duos. And Chris took a listen. He's like, yeah, I can get behind this. This is cool. Yeah, it was, it, yeah, it was a, it was a, it, it, it sounds like it was fairly organic. Yeah, and it was like a direction you guys were both wanting to go yeah. in. Yeah, organic. And you just and a little risky. I was on yeah. the fence about it for a while. I thought to myself, okay, I don't want to be considered a copy of these other bands. But at the like I mentioned, at the same time, we were not the first ones yeah, to do this. Concept. And I like to think of the, the songs that I wrote are kind of uh, kind of niche because of the humor that I like to incorporate in them. Yes. They're very, very niche. I and, love them. I and, love them. And that's what they're going to be them. going forward. So awesome. Yeah. So it's it's um, it's definitely it's 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 going to be interesting because I mean obviously we're like I said we're 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 blending mm-hmm. um, some of the old Josh and the Jet Noise stuff. We're blending some of Matt's Robert Tuner so, so solo stuff, and then there's you know here's going to be the the um, new stuff and um there there's there's enough connective tissue between all 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 of them that you know if we you know if we're jumping around to them during a set you know it shouldn't be too jarring but at the same time it's like you're you're definitely going to be able to pick out like what things are from where awesome um so yeah, no, I'm 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 super excited 
that you know we we, we do have that show coming up on a- a- April twenty fourth as the as the live stream, just as you know, kind of getting the, the the initial letting people hear, hey, this is this is the new thing that that we're that we're doing, and if people like it, great. And if people go, what the fuck is this bullshit? Okay, I mean, that's I get that a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's that's that that that's just it. I mean, some people are gonna like it. Some people are gonna are gonna go, what the fuck is this bullshit? And that's okay. Like, we we, we are we are definitely not going to be all things to all people. Well, yeah. We we do acknowledge that. Yeah, we're we're definitely going to be more more niche than Josh and the Jet Noise was. Josh and the Jet Noise, those songs are very much they're, they're very much more mainstream songs, like yeah. for sure. Because yeah. that's just, that was just Josh's writing style. Yeah, Josh's yeah. writing style was very much more mainstream in that vein, yeah. Power pop, garage rock stuff. And and again, like I am I am extraordinarily happy and thankful that we got to record the two albums that that we did yeah um you know we've got 15 songs that will live forever in in the ether and of those 15 songs there's only one of them that i have decided that i genuinely don't like (laughs) Um, which i think is a pretty damn good ratio to 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 and be honest yeah um which one is it where you want to tell me off mic i'll tell you off mic all right (laughs) ivy do you do you have any questions no, I think we've covered everything that I would have asked. I think that we All really right. have. So so we've got the live stream show via Facebook on April 24th. Correct. Um, yes. And we can follow you on all the socials under the Jet Noise, at the Jet Noise. Correct. And yes. um, maybe some live streams via Twitch of your of your practices would be really fun, I think. Yeah, that's so. a, that's that that's that's literally something that I think I mentioned to Matt like yesterday. Yeah, you did. You did because it was like <laughs> it was like because hey. you got that tripod. Yeah, it was yeah, like, it was like I bought um, because because I cell phone record the audio from our practices so we can you know listen back to it later and like if we did something cool like oh hey yeah we should do more of that. Um, unfortunately, this week because I normally just like put my phone on something, my phone fell on the ground. Um, which doesn't sound like it'd be a terrible thing, but on the floor, extra vibration basically blew the microphones out. So oh, the no. so the so the so the wave file for 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 the, our practice on Thursday was <laughs> was like was what was completely clipped. Like nor- normally, it's even if it's it's relatively clipped. Like okay, there, it's, there's enough there for me to be able to cut things up and we can listen to it later i got like two songs in i had to mention i'm like yeah there's there there's no files from this week it's, <laughs> it's too fucked i'm sorry uh-huh. um so so the the actual <laughs> thought was oh if i get a tripod and put it up then i'm not having to worry about that particular thing and it's yeah. like well wait a minute you know then we could potentially broadcast this as well if we want to let people in on the creative process so that's pretty fun yeah yeah so 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 we'll see how we'll see how that part eventuates yeah cool i'm excited i'm excited too me too (laughs) that was very that was very delayed ivy i'm i am i am i am very not convinced of your excitement level i am excited Thank you. Thank you guys so much for coming on. Yeah. You're welcome. Thanks for having us in the treehouse. Yeah, thank you very, very much. We <laughs> cool. love, love being on here. And I look, <laughs> I look forward to more gaming nights. 
with you and your siblings. Heck yeah. All right. Well, I think that's about it for us this week. Love you, mean it. Bye. Red pants. <laughs>